Are y'all in the mood for some roleplay, partner? Yeehaw! Welcome to the podcast. This is Hidden Roleplay. Once again, you've got your host, myself, Redfield89. A.K.A. Kyle and Ram, A.K.A. Poteet. What's up? A.K.A. Poteet. Oh, hello. What's up, buddy? Nothing. Just hanging out. We have joining us again, uh, Philip Fearpeka Miles and Patrick Jellyfisher Miles, A.K.A. The Pika Bros. What's Howdy. up? Good morning, Vietnam. Beautiful. <laughs> this is part two of our podcast. Last time we talked about. Um, your, your eyes' introduction to Hey Trainer. We talked about uh, a lot of mafia theory that we had discussed in our previous game, so mostly a follow-up. And then we got through the first half of the lynches and night kills from Hey Trainer Mafia 21. Uh, we're going to pick back up where we left off. Let's dive right in uh, because we know that we are uh, pretty long in the tooth of our discussion. And we last left off at the end of night... For the beginning of day five, Awast has just been night killed by the mafia. And on this day, Darth Pika would finally see the axe. Um, Graham, give us a little bit of a recap of what led up to this. Of what led up to Darth Pika getting lynched? Yeah. Uh, just as playing general, uh, he was playing very backpedally from midway through day one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he looked bad the entire game. What, what are you looking for a specific thing that I'm not remembering? Well, on this day, well, maybe it wasn't this day, but maybe the day before he claimed he had a, um, a seer type role. Okay. Right. Yes. He, uh, he says that he had, um, this information. He could investigate information about people's claims or something to that extent. Am I right? Pika bros. Uh, I believe he he did. He was very vague about it, and he did actually have some real seer abilities that he couldn't talk about, so... Interesting. But I think the biggest flaw in this claim was that he came out as anti-information, which is... If you were a town, why wouldn't... Would you... like The only thing I can think of is he would have thinking like oh, I'm mad that other people are just going to give out information I was trying to find? Like, if you were a town, why would this be a bad thing? Yeah, the role he claimed is very contradictory to the way he had played so far. Exactly, exactly. And um, the, it, it was him versus Bori one day. He, sl- he skates out of that. And then his name gets raised the other days, a previous day during the, the no lynch. He uh, got off the chopping block as they tried to switch on the tomahawk and i am remembering that right right mm-hmm. okay yep that was the day of the keats so then it becomes down to him and jd koopa and they finally get darth pika um obviously this was the right play there's no question that this was um, someone who should have gone down so this was one of the better town lynches but uh it was obviously too too late in the game for this because we had 
to this point, two days where no one got lynched, and either one of those days would have been a better time for it. Anything you guys want to add? No, not really. Yeah, I mean that that about think, sums it up. Yeah, like, the only thing I think I would add would be probably more regulated to the grade section. Gotcha. Yeah, like we thought he was going to be lynched day one. Yeah, yeah, that was a fear. So, honestly, every day after day one, we were slightly surprised he was still alive. In the aftermath of that, they end up deciding to night kill Raptor Zone, um, our own stats man, of course. And this was one of the better night kills, right? They had thought about killing him the night before, which came as a surprise to me. Um... Do you think he was the optimal night kill here? Actually, I do, because Raptor Zone at the time was one of the few people who was actually really on to them. One of the others was uh, CRL88T, who had claimed that she was dying that night anyway. Mm. And then beyond that, it was kind of a mess for the rest of the town at that point yeah he he is also still playing yeah and there are a bunch of people who kind of checked out so that was i think another big point in killing him because not only was he on to something a good track but he was also still playing i think what's remarkable to me about this specific series of events is poteet gets not killed night one boichu gets punished for quote unquote overanalyzing the night kill. <laughs> then Master Mukau gets night killed. That one, there's really no discussion worth having too much about that one because it was obvious why it happened, right? And it was so early in the game, he hadn't made very many posts that it was, I mean, what was there to say? It was really obvious why he got night killed. Um, mm-hmm. but it was more for his role than what he was actually saying. So parsing his, his text wasn't really going to supply that much. But then myself, and Raptor Zone. See, we're both on, on many people's read lists as Mafia. And the fact that no one discussed really either of these in any depth was hugely disappointing, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> for those of you who have read the Dead Thread, you will see just how many times uh, Boruchu turned over in her grave. Oh. <laughs> like, they. Yeah, people just, they didn't look back. The fact that she was lynched for analyzing why Poteet was killed at night, and then nobody ever analyzed why people were the night kills. I believe we spoke about this already, but it's something that the Hey Trainer meta has problems with, is looking back. In their defense... That the, there's quite a lot more posting now than maybe there was in past games, so it's yeah, a lot to parse through, but true. there's a handy function where you can just look at one person's posts. Yep. Okay, apparently a lot of people don't know that exists. Are you serious? You just Poteet clicked did it? I did it? <laughs> what? Yeah, I did. What are you talking about? Oh. Then Philip's lying. Again. I'm talking about when I told you about it and you said, what is this? I've never seen this before. I'd have to see it. Was it exactly a 
I mean, I've known that you could click someone's username forever. Is there something I'm... Yeah, you can sort of the thread by who's posted, and it yeah. groups all their sort posts all together. Them. Oh, that I it's did not know. <laughs> so, for everyone who's listening... How do you do that? So, <laughs> you go down to the bottom of the page on a thread. It Right under quick reply, there's display posts from sort by... You just go to sort by... And this is incredible! <laughs> That's what you said the first time I told you! I forgot about this. I mean, if you're already tier one, you're going to be... I know, watch, watch out, Meta. Here I come. So my player grade for Poti has just gone down. No, it should go up because I was performing without this. Yeah, it was like you had your you were in the hyperbaric time chamber this whole time. Uh huh. Yeah, I've barely lived up to my potential. Now I can. Sort you probably could have like... cleared ten people. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> I'm not falling for that bait. <laughs> I do want right. to to get back on what we were talking about real quick yeah. uh, about how we were saying town doesn't look back. I think this game was a perfect instance as to why we look back. Not only do players as the game goes on get lazier, but why would any town member in their right mind go back and analyze the night kill after what happened to Bori for analyzing my night kill? I mean, yeah. that's just that's the meta eating itself, right? Mm-hmm. They deserve it. Yeah, they deserve it. Shouldn't and have done that. It has to change, that or else bad. we're going to have. Mafia win after Mafia win. But wait, we already do. Oh, does, does so? Does Krilly live through this night? Nope. Oh, no, she, she dies. Night yeah. Oh, yeah, she dies this night. I, she guessed I incorrectly. Yeah, because De Piplup just didn't serve her well for. Yeah. What were the guests having? Do you do you know? Uh, it was patriarch. From to Piplup, and then I think that fake snake might be the same. Yes, she guessed that fake snake. Yeah, I see. Rip, and unfortunately, it was Prohawk. Yeah, I'd like to point out that during night five, I made a post in the ditch. I don't have it in front of me, but it went somewhere along the lines of, uh, "We can fast forward through this day because they're going to lynch Tomahawk or Patriarch, hundred percent." And that's what we get. We get Patriarch lynched on this mm-hmm. following day. And uh, a lot of people have talked about uh, Borichu, like, how could they lynch her day two? A lot of people have talked about Pathicus, how could they lynch him day eight, which we'll get to. In my opinion, the worst one is this one, Patriarch. What do you guys think? No, I, I don't know about Patrick, but I think this makes sense. Because part of the reason why the town didn't lynch Darth Pika is because Patriarch said he's clear. Granted, this is completely ignoring how Darth Pika tried to discredit Patriarch, who is the reason why he wasn't lynched. But, I mean, he... Not only did he do that, he also just checked out. He was almost mod killed. I had to send That's him a what, message. My point, though, how do you lynch someone who's not playing? Whenever can you think back any 
any game ever where past day two, someone was inactive and they were mafia. Yeah. It was a bad lynch. I said I see why. I didn't say it was a good lynch. I, I just think it's kind of not a good idea to just assume that the wolves would risk that much by like if what happens if um like patriarch flips and well he's a wolf what do you do about darth pika in that case you probably go to him next because there's no reason why he would have stuck his neck out like that i know it's almost to it's almost like you know Borichu sending Pathakis to go do something and then sticking her neck out for him. I wonder why the wolves would ever do that. No, no, it, it was it was it, a poor choice. It was not a Borichu level play. It was just bad. Yeah, it, he wasn't playing enough to have made some master plan kind of thing. They didn't. I don't know. He he really. Also, I think he, he wasn't around enough to explain anything, so that was a problem too. Yeah, weren't, weren't his last two posts like I'm gonna I don't have anything to say, I'm gonna kill myself in a few hours and then a self vote? Yeah. In, okay. Yes. <laughs> I mean pretty much at that point you, you would think he's given up as much as T Car did, or you I don't know what you have to think if to actually go through lynching him, but I I I don't like again. I, I see why people say you shouldn't be metagaming. You shouldn't be basing things on ba- past games. But no one has ever been this inactive and been mafia. That's just not how people play. People are generally more excited when they hit a mafia role. And yeah. I think personally, as a mod, I would be a lot less, a lot less forgiving to someone who was playing mafia this way because then it would just be like taking advantage of the situation, right? Like trying to see what's the line between getting mod killed and skating and i would not be cool with that kind of a separate note from um just where we are at the game flow um i think patriarch throws and like a kind of wrench into this game that cannot be anticipated by mods it cannot be appropriately responded to by players in real time the fact that he so clearly misinterpreted his role what were you guys thinking when that happened? Uh, we weren't sure, honestly, at first. Yeah, like, we, we we had this whole long discussion with each other about what constitutes saying that there is or is not a lie in this post. Mm-hmm. So when we came to the conclusion that there was a lie in the post that he picked out, we thought, okay... He's smart. He'll see this, and there's no possible way that he's going to assume that Darth Pika is town because there's a lion here. It couldn't have come at a more pivotal moment in the game, and I obviously feel very strongly about this because it came right after I said that there's a lot of evidence that Absol Trainer and Darth Pika's posts are linked, and I think that one or both yep. of them are mafia and he immediately chimes in no he's clear yep. yeah that was a huge moment i want to ask I mean, you guys as mods and kyle just as an aside for me this is when town lost yeah yeah i, 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 I feel like i i right here is when i felt the game was over this isn't i, I wouldn't go that far but i think this is 
if there's, there's maybe like two dominoes in the game, this is the first one, and I'll, and I'll get to the Fair. second one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And oh, no, they're actually there. The first domino was when he said that. The second domino was when they lynched him, personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was not the best play. And at no point did he ever explain, maybe he's not clear this is what my role said. Unfortunately, he just didn't see it. And then, you know, he just... He was not invested enough in that last day. Yeah. That's, he's supposed to be a lawyer, too. I know. I, 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 I don't know like what to say about it. I was astonished in, in real time, and I'm just baffled now. And it's just, like, for everyone else playing with someone who just mismanages or... Uh, mismanages their role or um you could even say like if if it was someone who was intentionally just trying to muck up the game and and did the same thing intentionally just like throwing out random stuff because they don't care anymore what do you what is your what is your play when you're somebody else and that's actually going on i don't know how how you would correct for that honestly you really can't yeah i mean you're you're going off the whole idea that everybody is playing to win. Right. So if somebody is playing to be a destructive troll or just unintentionally does something like that, you can't anticipate that. Uh, all you can do is, if it's intentional, you disallow them from coming back to future games. And if it's unintentional, uh, know that the player base will probably sort them out because I have almost seen so many spite lynches. That's the only thing I have faith that Hey Trainer will actually <laughs> manage to do. A good old spite lynch. Mm-hmm. Now, during the night, Mafia kills J.D. Koopa and Maddie Stacks kills Alabrel. Oh, Maddie Stacks. Oh, Maddie Stacks. It was funny in the dead chat. Uh, I was watching this, and, and Maddie goes, he's, "Well, he had the opportunity to talk with JD Koopa out loud during this night." And he says, uh, "I'm doing this for you guys, Raptor Zone and Renfield, <laughs> oh. trying to make you proud." Oh, post of the year, <laughs> that. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Someone make a note of that. Yeah, and then, oh gosh, I looked at my messages as like, oh my gosh, I actually have a message. He's when not he said that, I really thought he was going to night kill Absol Trainer. I was like, finally, someone oh, no, answered my no. prayers. I really that had faith in Maddie based on how he played in the Planets game. Oh, that was so bad. No. It was so bad. It was, uh, it was less than ideal play. Mm. Uh-huh. What about J.D. Koopa, though? I'm not sure I understood that night kill. I, I didn't either. They they made it seem like he was he was their biggest issue with the um with the scamper juice, his ability to steal it. And he was on a lot of people's reads list. He was the one that Darth Pico yeah. was up against for the lynch. I just don't get it. J.D. Koopa, bless his heart. Um, has the unfortunate tendency to be a scapegoat 
Yeah. I, I mean, actually I, agree I, with I that quite a bit. I think he can be good, but he has problems looking like town. So that was kind of surprising that they actually killed someone who they potentially could use as fall guy. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I think J.D. Koopa in general, um, I, he reminds me a lot of the way Alabrell used to play, whereas he would uh, he would attempt, honestly, to, to scum hunt and contribute. But um, he does this a lot with my posts, I find. Like, he asks a question, and I answer it, and I answer it with a little bit of umph, and then he backs off. I think he, he really quickly will back down from someone taking his position a, a little uh, offensively. And so you can really quickly get uh, him turned around, like spinning. He's wishy-washy. Yeah. No, he was Ponytown, not wishy-washy. Oh, my God. I walked right into that. So uh, that whole night was a mess. But who was the right night kill, do you think? So uh, of the players left... Um, after that, we have Rax, That Fake Snake, Absol Trainer, Maddie, uh, Tomahawk, and Superstar. So, well, who was it? Who would have been better than JD Koopa? Rax. Rax is the only person. But at that time, uh, Superstar still had his scamper juice. So, uh, so. Not to get into gameplay too much, but that is something that Absol Trainer and Superstar had discussed, was using uh, Superstar's Scamper Juice as a win condition, where they get him far enough in that he can't be lynched with his Scamper Juice, and they just force a no-lynch or force a different player's lynch, and they win like that. So J.D. Koopa is the only person who could guaranteed mess that up or so they thought i'm curious why you guys think rax like to me looking back i thought rax was like of the people who weren't did who turned out actually not to be mafia i thought they looked the most mafia i mean honestly at that point i think most of the selections weren't necessarily like oh look there's raptor zone let's kill him yeah, it, no, it is is more slim pickings. Yeah, it got it was just getting down to okay, none of these people are great. Here's who we're going to do just because they're the least bad of all the choices. Moving on, we get into this day. Um, Prohawk ends up um, having a shootout with Superstar on day seven and he gets evicted from the game which leaves us in that uh six to one situation i was referencing in the past episode where we've got six members of town left rax that fake snake maddie stacks uh tomahawk uh prohawk and pathicus and well we know what happens they drop the ball but they end up lynching tomahawk here at the end of the day I mean, at this point, I had argued earlier in the game um, that Tomahawk had town cred. That I, I, I'm surprised um, that no one else came forward with this afterwards. But I alluded earlier in the game that I had evidence that he actually was Ducklet because when you get interrogated by Ducklet, the chat is basically like, 
uh, the description of it is a really hard-boiled interrogation session with a like a swinging lamp over your head, and that sounds exactly like what a cop would do in a western. Am I not right? So, uh-huh. and no one else bothered to bring this up who was interrogated with him. I didn't get to talk about it because I thought I was gonna live another day. But when I died, someone probably should have raised that point. Um, but besides that, it's day seven. Like he's still there. I don't really blame town too much for killing him at this point, but. I thought if people actually thought about it critically earlier in the day, they could have figured this out. I still blame them. I Oh, I completely blame them. I think there is enough logic with, again, we discussed it before, well, if Ducklet's not the head of the mafia, why is he even in it? Uh, Ducklet wasn't even in the town when the attacks first started. I mean, what you um, your comment that you made that they didn't notice, I mean... And also, I, th- I think Tomahawk, um, I don't know, I think if he was Mafia, he would be playing better, personally. I don't that know, I, I could see, I like, he's in the game this whole time, he, people are already assuming he's a power role of some kind, even though I don't think he, he was actually something I would call a power role. Um, but his reads were pretty terrible, and sometimes that happens to Mafia, is like you're here on day seven, and... Like you ran out of people that you can point to as being shady, and then you start to look shady by default because your reads. Like, you ran out of good people to point to as mafia because there aren't as many mafia left. I don't know. Oh, uh, something I forgot is Pathicus had actually had that same interrogation with Ducklet. Yeah, he didn't say anything about it, right? No, he did not. Yeah. Oh, Pathicus. It's all your fault. I think the Tomahawk kill would have been a lot better in retrospect if, like we discussed last episode, if Town would have followed up with the AT kill. Um, yeah, but lynch, they- not not just because it's the mafia member they'd be lynching, but because at the time they were the top two players of why is this person alive? And if they would have come to a plan of, okay, we're going to kill one and then kill the other. I have hella thoughts about per- that later. Huh? I have hella thoughts about that. Okay, all right, we'll get to it later then. Do you agree? Yes. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Maddie Stacks is the night kill. This is a pretty good one, right? Yeah. I mean, Absol thought that he was lying and he still had protection abilities. That's I don't blame pretty him for much that. why yeah. he was killed. Yeah. Paranoia. I mean, that's that's fair, but who's a better night kill than him at this point? Proc. Prohawk. He was still alive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Prohawk was left alive for one more day. To leave Prohawk alive. The problem with killing Maddie or that fake snake is it kind of clears both the other one. Well, it should have, but it didn't. It should have. Right. Yeah, that. Honestly, I thought when Maddie was killed, I, I thought Absol was going to lose. Yeah, because it should have. Absolutely confirmed that Absolutely. Can we play a game? Okay. I want you guys to help me out and let's devise a protection role that's that is mafia. Ooh. What oh. so what's it protecting? So the the requirements are that they have to have a partner who they discuss the protection with. Now, what are the restrictions on that player to make it balanced and they can be mafia? Uh, so we've already discussed this, and 
I feel that we shouldn't comment as it may show up in a future game. Graham, what would you do? Just to clarify, when you're saying that this mafia protector mm-hmm. has a partner, is the partner also in mafia or is he? No, the, the partner is town. Okay. Who is doing the actual protecting? Is it the mafia role? Well, it's shared. They both either come to a okay. consensus or they quote unquote trade off like how the 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 two in this worked where like someone gives them three and then the, the partner picks from those three. Does it just protect everything incoming good and bad? Yes. Hmm. Now, how can one of those people be mafia? Make it work. If the town member dies, does the mafia member become worthless? Like they can't I guess, protect well, I, I guess they have to, because then they, they would have right. no incentive to protect anyone, right? Hmm. So if you overpower the townie, so that... Hmm. It doesn't work. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of a way to make it work. The only thing I can think of is that the partner would have to be on an island, kind of the way um, you were, Philip, right? In my... In uh-huh. My, in my one I remember game. that. Yeah, I had a mafia member who could oh, not Guzzlord talk to the other members of the mafia. Yep, I was Guzzlord. That is, that is my favorite end play I have ever had. Yeah, and then I got Patrick Lynch the next game because they thought he was copying me. But <laughs> wait, I didn't play that game. So I think if if one of them can't talk to the mafia and maybe only knows one of their teammates at most, then it's. I kind of balanced that they could be the one protecting someone because they could just put the protection on someone they... I guess if I was in that position, I would try to protect someone I didn't think the Mafia was going to kill, right? So it would be wasted, which could still end up doing something like harmful to what they were trying to do that night, right? I mean, it's, it's definitely possible to make because Patrick and I have made it now after they've decided, oh, hey... This is going to be a thing that we have to be prepared for. Wait a minute. There's an easy solution that should have cleared that big snake. If the role worked the way it did, then he could have claimed who he was and Maddie would have lost the actual protection ability. Yeah. There's another one. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, it should have cleared that big snake, but it didn't. Because they didn't think. Tough. Tough stuff. Paranoia really got to them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then the following day, they kill Pathicus. This one gets a lot of um, flack as being indefensible. What do you guys think? No, I I think I made a short post about this. I think it's fully understandable. I don't think it's the right way to go about it, but I understand why they did. I think it's a little understandable, but I think overall it was the poor decision because, I mean, you're assuming that there's a possibility that he flipped Mafia, but you know there is an actual original Mafia out there somewhere. Yeah. I think it's the safer option to try and hunt for the one that you can't find rather than kill this guy. But why can't he be it? Why can't he be the Mafia that's out there? Because I think that would have meant the Mafia only started with three. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? If if he, if Pathicus had been the original? Yeah, if he was one of the four Mafia. Well, he wouldn't have been an original Mafia. And so 
well, the why couldn't his, yeah but you're you're making assumptions based on how the town knowing how the role works i i mean i don't know i don't think we personally and maybe i guess they don't necessarily know that we wouldn't make the square the square um wouldn't be mafia i don't know i i think most people thought he was independent at first i think if it's mafia he wouldn't have said i'm the squire I personally don't see what the basis is for trusting Pathicus. I think if I was in the game, I think there was a reasonable doubt that the role was not how it was described and that the truth was that the one of the werewolves started with the ability to steal someone's role and just that became their safe claim. I mean, yeah, I... I still don't think it was the best play, but it was definitely a play that <laughs> it, it was a okay. play. So it's a play that it's Re- understandable why they did because Pathicus claimed independent and therefore now he's an unknown. Yeah, that, they that, can't that trust him. So let's so, not let's not come back to this when we get to grades. Let's just cover it now. No. Should Pat? Do you? Yes or no? Let's go around the table. Do you agree with Pathicus being honest about his 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 conversion to a town member, uh, Patrick? No. Uh, Philip. No. Graham. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I thought I I said this in the in the dead chat. As soon as he did that, that he was going, he got himself lynched because yeah. there's no way he could make it to the end game, admitting to being independent. Yeah, just yeah, I agree. He had to be lynched at some point. Yeah, he, he he destroyed himself. And I don't blame him for trying to be honest, but the it from his perspective, he gained he didn't really stand to gain anything from it. Like, let's say I am I am Pathicus's role. What should concern me? Or actually, what shouldn't concern me is if people think there is still an indie out there, because then people are looking for two threats and they are looking for perhaps um or, or they're with they have a greater heightened sense of um we need to solve this right now we need to find one of two hostiles and had that been the case maybe they would have um not been so quick to clear people that they were clearing right because i don't think anyone was really thinking pathicus was hostile for any reason before he said that if i recall correctly no i yeah I think it was, yeah. He's just kind of floating around, and no one was really paying too much attention. Maybe there he, would have been more scrutiny of for the crates role that uh, that Absol Trainer had, right? <laughs> if people thought that there was an indie out there, and the item maker sometimes is an indie like role. Smelly smells that smell smelly. Yeah, I feel like we can get to that later. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, actually like, I don't really want to bring it up later. Smelly smells that smell smelly. I I do not think that this was a bad claim. Actually, I didn't either. But I don't other think, things I thought were problematic. I don't think it was a bad claim. More of uh, once Ducklet died, they should have. Sorry, once Ducklet ran away, definitely not crying. They should have put Absol Trainer under much greater scrutiny because they had already said that earlier when. Both he and Tomahawk claimed the ability to interact with the crates in that way. Yes. But then they didn't. Yeah. 
That's yeah, true. I, th- I think yeah, if Pathicus true. claims claims town and town doesn't lynch him, I think they probably resolve TFS slash Rax that day, and then AT dies on the last day. Yeah, unfortunately, I think that was the un- maybe there. Maybe that's the third domino. Yeah, I think that game. I was. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, if Patriarch has started it, I think this is where it ends. Mm-hmm. And it, it was this one actually had good intentions, which the other two, like we cannot say the same thing for. But right. yeah. Uh, night kill this night was Prohawk. Don't think there's much to be said about that. He. It was absolutely the right play. Yeah. And it was his only choice. It really was. Because yeah. Yeah. the second you put Pro Hawk in endgame with either uh, TFS or Rax against Absol, it's Absol. It's yeah. Absol. So we're all in agreement that he should have killed Pro Hawk? Yeah, that was the right move. <laughs> yeah, do you have a contrarian viewpoint? Yeah, I think he should have killed nobody. Because <laughs> then he goes into the next day with four people instead of three, and it's three votes to Lynch which is a much harder thing to get three out of the last four people to agree on anything. And then he gets to automatically win at the end of this day still. Right. So what changes? There's one more voice, one more person to point fingers at. Why am I wrong? Because uh, Absol Trainer's successful end game play was to have literally anyone open the crate with him. And that was game over 24 hours in. Why can't he do yeah. that if if Prohawk is alive? I, th- I feel like Prohawk really would have gone after Absol, and that would have been problematic. If he had managed to find something and there was stuff in his past, then it might have gone poorly. As opposed to trying to just shut out the game as fast as possible because someone carelessly opened up a crate and got coated in steak sauce. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I do think, I just said that I think he should have killed nobody, but uh, in reality, I think that on paper, that strategy is the correct one to not kill anybody. But as you guys said, that Prohawk was probably a little more on to him than the others. And uh, in addition to that, um, if there's no night kill that night and no one is claiming to have a protection role, then the question becomes, why wasn't there a night kill? And one of the hypotheses would have to be someone thought about not killing anyone strategically. And of the people remaining, I think only Absol Trainer would be the person to think of that. Yeah, yeah. that's probably true. Yeah, I mean, you get to not metagaming players, but at the same time... Absol's the one who pulled that off. There's a certain amount of metagaming that you can and should do. Okay, so... Kyle, let's throw this at you in a vacuum. Let's put the four of us right here in a game and you're the last mafia standing. And it's the same situation as this game. Do you kill one of us three? No. Okay, so we we'll all know. <laughs> now we kill Kyle. Absolutely. That's what you think, but now that I've put it out in the open and people know about oh. the strategy, now everyone's going to think the reverse. It's probably putty. Yeah, Kyle wouldn't do that because he admitted he would do it and someone's trying to frame him. <laughs> Are you using this podcast to cause the metagame to shift against you? What is the other purpose of this podcast? <laughs> I think the only thing we really have left to talk about in regards to game flow is the coin and Rax's perceived 
game-winning play that ended up being a game-losing play. Can you guys enlighten us on what went down there? Okay, so... So Rex was under the misconception that we actually slotted our items in reaction to the time of game and what has already happened in the game. They're totally random. Yeah. I don't so know what that means. Thought, You're going to have to say it more plainly. So Rax basically thought that our items were, we chose an item for that day depending on what was happening with the game. Like, uh, for instance, in this case, Rax thought the last item must be more powerful. It was late game. Why does that make a difference? Because it was completely randomized. So instead of, okay, this item could have dropped at any point, who knows, Rack thought, this is the last item, it has to be able to redirect the kill. Yeah, that that was the first problem. It was thinking, it wasn't thinking that uh, we would time it. I don't think it. that was the problem. I think the, the problem, problem was, was thinking that it wasn't clear. With a coin? Yeah. Okay, if we had intended for it to redirect the kill, we would have made a specific note this can redirect the kill. So, I mean, so, if it says most abilities, odds are one of the abilities it doesn't include is the kill. Because the kill isn't like a standard ability. It's, I mean, it's their main power. In it's not some like games it does, ball. though. That's that's just well, not I true. Mean, if you have a roadblock, for instance, does it... Uh, I think Absolute, in fact, had one in one of his games that uh, blocked the wolf kill, and it specifically said it blocks this too, because they usually don't. Well, if you're saying it's so cut and dry, then why couldn't you just answer her question in a straightforward way? Their Actually, I was asleep me. for that, so okay. I'll let him take care of that. <laughs> okay, the reason why is for this entire game, there have been exceptions to literally everything. Every single thing has had at least one exception. So, say, uh, Superstar's Roblox. There are certain roles or items that it would not have worked on, like many of the things that Pathakis did. So, for us to give any definites would potentially lead to somebody making a misplay because we told them, oh, hey, this works like this. So, we stopped... Or I stopped, since Patrick was asleep, answering hypotheticals where they asked how somebody else's role worked. Because it's... Is that a question about someone else's role, though? I mean, yes. Because the Mafia kill... Yeah, the Mafia kill is the Mafia kill. It's not something that the town gets to know, and... Even when the Mafia dies, the town never fully knows, okay, this is how it works. I think I have a bigger problem with you saying uh, that it blocks most things. Why not just say, I can't answer your question? I mean, because that's just just how I said it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't actually matter in the end, because that's just how we worded it. That's how I worded it. Because I don't want to give anyone any absolute statements. Because there are exceptions to everything. That's fair. And I, I think it's it's a fine policy not to give absolute statements. But I just... 
I I wish you hadn't hadn't gone met her halfway even if you're gonna take a fine line just be like it's the end of the game I can't answer that question. That's fair. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, as per the text item, gold coin will dire- redirect most items and abilities. It may or may not. The keyword is most, and I cannot confirm or deny any hypotheticals involving abilities or items beyond your own. Basically, can't tell you, but it says most. That that last part, though, that last yeah. part really gets me. Yeah, you shouldn't have added that. Okay. But it says most. Yeah, I'll just leave it's that part off. Okay, well... Yeah, it's uh, like 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 you said, Rax made a wrong assumption, but I think you almost want to load her into it. Them, excuse me. So the end of the game is the end of the game. Um, TFS ends up voting alongside, or Rax, excuse me, ends up voting alongside Absol Trainer, and thus we have the outcome that we have. Enough about the game flow. Let's just talk about um, some mechanic type stuff. Mm-hmm. Crates. How do you guys feel about them? Um, I thought they were okay. I mean, they, they basically, the crate itself was similar to the decrees that we had in the last game, just a slightly different version. Mm-hmm. Um, because we still, we gave the option, you can either have the mechanic or you can choose to ignore it. But in this, this time around, we just put um, a condition that you couldn't ignore every single one there would come a point where you had to open. So, I mean, I kind of, I kind of liked it. I thought that part worked relatively well. Yeah, I I thought they worked well, and most of the things in there we designed to encourage discussion or cooperative play. Saw how that worked out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not our fault that the town can't cooperate or communicate. Graham, you solved the first one. What did you think about them? Uh, I mean, I enjoyed them for the most part. The one I got to do. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the lockbox. Uh, the the lockboxes were... Um, I didn't like them as much as the crate. Oh, see, I yeah. conceived of them as like one entity. Oh, yeah, that's how I would have looked at them we- too. Uh, we 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 consider them two separate things, mostly because we the the lockboxes kind of fizzled out. Yeah, it. Um, I wouldn't do the lockboxes yeah. again. Yeah. I thought the absence of them that one day, I think it was day eight, was again something that really should have doomed Absol Trainer because his role was supposed to have a lot to do with these opening these lockboxes and there not being one seemed like uh so what did you actually do uh this last 24 hours of the game am i wrong about that uh um well jd koopa and patriarch had both been killed so i mean and that affected the shipment of crates and log boxes so i think he would have just if if someone had actually pointed out i think he just would have pointed to that which was a a reasonable thing because there wasn't any explicit things stating what would happen uh, when they were killed. At what point did you guys decide to scrap the lockboxes then? Um, what was that conversation like? <laughs> it's when I asked. It's when I asked Patrick. He thought I had a puzzle. I didn't. Oh hey, so it's your puzzle. What did you write? Nothing. 
And it turns out Patrick wrote nothing. And that's when they stopped. Honestly, they, they, they weren't really super duper working. I had given one that I thought was pr- a pretty simple and easy one, and people like could not get it. What was the easy one? Uh, the one with everyone got a number. Yeah, we never solved that worried. one. What was what were we supposed to do? I, I was worried that'd be too easy. But what were we supposed to do? So uh there were a few things to take notice of. One of them was the range. The range happens to be um and there's a note that there's like a fake number along in there. The range was about um the number of Pokemon that are currently around right now. It goes up to like eight hundred some. That's how many Pokemon are in the Pokedex. And the 1 through 19, 18, like, ran away. It was chased off. 19 wasn't actually a real one. That represented each of the types. And so you were supposed to match up the number you got with the corresponding type. And I would found, like, a somewhat arbitrary way of listing types. I figured people would, through process of elimination, figure out what was what. My head is exploding. So, so my number was a Pokemon, and I was supposed to say what type that Pokemon was? Yes. Okay. Superstar yeah. stumbled yeah. on the answer. He did. He did. And that led everyone to... Yeah. It was unfortunate for them, but... Yeah, well, but, his, but his number was... His answer was a number. Yeah, his answer was one of the numbers um, on the list. Because it was 1 through 17 plus 19. Because 18 was chased away by something scary, which rhymes with fairy. That was my oh. point. <laughs> okay. So what type stupid, was he? But it was there. What? What type was he then? I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't remember I still don't get how his was. number... Get, get, how a number corresponds to a type. Uh, so the number is your Pokemon, and then there's a comment about... Um, when there are multiple options, choose the first that you see, which is the first type that appears for that Pokemon. So you'd match that up with whatever, uh, I think like one was normal, for instance. Um, 19 was a null because there was a fake one in with the set. I think it was like 900 something. So 19 would paired with that. 19 also paired with anything that had originally been a fairy type. Uh-huh. Which I think was like one, maybe two. And you complained about my puzzles, Patrick. But I thought that people would get it through watching what other people did. And they would figure out as it went on, oh, it's this. No, they didn't. There was no cooperation at all. I'm not sure if that would have helped, but... Even having heard this, I can't, in my mind, think of how to go to get my final number. I can give you. I can. Uh, later or we post can move a description on. In the thread. <laughs> yeah, let's. I'll just move post on. in the thread okay. because nobody cares. Raptor Zone, anymore. you want to come on here and ask about the other crate you wanted to talk about? Uh, the other puzzle was the. Um, well, uh, Kyle and I both guessed. Kyle guessed hex uh, codes for colors, and then I sort of that. Oh, and that I one! I thought the answer was ducklet because you said the answer to everything is ducklet. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, yeah before you guys give us the solution, I want to go over my answer to this one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. So, 
I made it this big post where it shows that um, that Final Fantasy Four with a whole lot of nothing after is FF four zero zero zero, and that's the hex code for red four thousand and forty BF four thousand, or it means forty forty BF blue, and then the last one is Bird Flu's Patient Zero just eight, not a chance beyond. So I all the last part obviously is eighty. So I was like, I'm just going to look at all the hex codes for 80. And when I Googled, and this part is the part that's absurd, and it lines up almost exactly with what we were talking about with the D that Atari threw out last game that just magically happened to be a uh, a, a temperature unit for space, right? <laughs> the, the When I Googled 80 and, um, and uh, ducks, the this article came up that said a green winged teal was shot in Washington State for having or and had the first case of bird flu. Uh, how uncanny is that? Teal is zero zero eighty eighty. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was. It is one of the most amazing and tragic tales I have ever seen. So teal has nothing to do with the answer. It, they were all hex codes. Uh, it was uh, FF4000, 4040DF, BF0000, and 4 with 5 zeros. So what's the answer then? It was ducklet written in those. Uh, so Pathkiss actually got it correct. Oh no. Except he copied his typo. From the hex code. What do you mean his typo? So he had the answer. He had everything right, except he copied and pasted the wrong hex code. Hmm. What was the right one? Like, what was his mistake? I can't remember. Do you remember? Oh. He, it was something like oh, he like did. like one of his colors yeah, was wrong? Yeah, by one digit. Because he copied and pasted a typo he made. So that that was why my answer was wrong. Kyle, because I copied your teal and I had teal in my yes. ducklet answer. So what color was it if it wasn't teal? Oh, it was a teal. It's just you were What a coincidence. Wow. Oh, wow. By just a tiny bit. Dang. Rip. I mean, I, I can look for your exact post and your exact answer, but I mean Mine wasn't didn't have the word ducklet, so that I was wrong, but man. So basically, a lot of people were very close. Pathkiss would have gotten it, but he messed up. Now might be a good time to bring up a question that um, mm-hmm. AWOST had for us, since we're on the subject of items. Um, we already talked about how you guys said that they came out randomly and Assumption Racks might have made about them. Um, so all are all items, like the, the some of them come up with before the game begins and you just randomize what order they come out in then uh-huh yeah ram is that uh, how you do it not necessarily no yeah me neither yeah well that's how we did this game mm-hmm. sometimes like, occasionally yeah. we have to like come up with another item but for yeah. the most part Rarely, we try to yeah. avoid that yeah because we don't want to have bias as to oh, this would help this player more, this would be absolutely useless, this would help this faction win the game. Yeah. 
So when we do have to make them, they usually end up being stupid weak and basically pointless, except it's kind of fun for us. Or we pull from one of our previous games. I see. Yeah, because we, we got like a bunch of items that never even made it. Yeah, so... I write a lot of stuff. I have no life. Graham, what was your take on that? So I normally, in both my games, I have a list of all my items ahead of time. And then sometimes mine are... I ha- I assign them like ranges of the amount of players I want left in the game um, for the item to be viable. So like in both my games, I had an item that seared someone and I didn't want that item to be coming out at the end of end game. So I would have that like the range for that was like 20 to 15. So I would, I would have like four for each one. I'd have four different break. Essentially I break the game into quarters and then I would assign the items a different bracket for each quarter and then I randomize from there. I see. It's a lot of extra work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would go that far, but I come up with them all before the game. Well, I would say I come up with like most of them before the game, maybe like 80%. And I those ones I have predetermined like what days they'll drop. So I have like a doc. I posted the doc before of like in-game actions, but when I have the doc originally it also includes like uh, night one instructions for me. So when we get to that day, I'm like, oh, I need to do these things. And it'll say like, drop this item. So I have like an order I want them to come out in. Mm-hmm. They're not random. So do you make items throughout the game? So that that remaining 20% is usually I have an idea while the game's going on. And I'm like, oh, that's a good one. I'll incorporate that. So usually I I have a couple of things that I throw in that I come up with on the fly, but I'd say about 80% of them are pre-scheduled. How do you design or what kind of parameters are you using when you create an item's text during a game so as to avoid, like they just said, of a biasy? It's, it's hard to come up with something that's inherently biased. Like I can't think of an example of an item that would only be good for one person. Okay, uh, let me reword this. How do you decide what item needs to drop and not... And make sure that the item isn't biased towards helping a certain side over another. Well, if I've already pre-scheduled like what days are going to come out on, then I I haven't really been seeing how the game flow is by at that point, right? It's pre-game. So if you've predetermined like 80% of your items and there's 20% and you might write one of those, you're saying you still might not know the exact date, but you might be thinking like, okay, on day three and day seven, I'm going to drop a made up item. Um, there was a specific game where I had like items for days one, two, three, five, and six. And then I was like, I'm going to come up with something better for this eventually for this day that I have on day four. Mm-hmm. And I eventually came up with something. But prior to that, I didn't have an idea of what I wanted to do that day. It's, but so to confirm, like the balance of the way the game was going at the time had nothing to do with the way you designed the item. No, I just thought I can do something more interesting and it wasn't going to be like a kill or anything that was going to swing the game by itself. Do you think, I'll ask all three of you, for or against creating items towards the end almost as a, uh, you know when you're behind in a video game and the video game starts helping you to try to catch you up? Mm -hmm. Uh, For or against items that include a catch-up factor for the faction that's currently behind 
Not all at once, though. Against. Yeah, against Kyle. Um, well, well, it's tempting, but you can't just like change the outcome of the game. Yeah. Right. Okay. So going off items, you guys instituted auctions. I felt like those were very popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, that uh, that was my favorite mechanic. I enjoyed yeah. the blind auction. Despite that, nobody bid. What night two? Yeah, that would. I think that was one of the nights, and honestly, bidding was usually like I think a few players. I think there are a bunch of players that didn't even bother. Honestly, we were kind of surprised by that. We thought people would be bidding because like finally you get a chance to actually influence the outcome like you could spend your whole duck buck like maddie did and get an item Mm -hmm. or you could try to actually like play a game like renfield at one point made a bluff about what he bid could do that people didn't and i honestly i was kind of surprised at that yeah i was trying to get people to waste their their duck bucks by saying i was gonna bid 69 cents and then i yeah i liked that thinking yeah, that's that was fun to see. On those those nights that didn't have bids, though, um, I had the feeling that this would actually happen because there's a lot of people who are town that kind of use the night phase to go back to the rest of their life, uh, as it were. So, um, for example, I meant to bid night two, but I had a regional that day and my mind was just elsewhere. Whereas if you're Mafia, you're, like, engaged the entire night phase. So I unintentionally didn't bid. I meant to bid night two, but I completely forgot about the game till Monday. I mean, bids were during the day. Yeah. Were they? Yeah, yeah. they were. Oh, well, I, I mean, I didn't play that Thursday night or Friday, so that must have been it. But that makes more sense. Everybody oh, had I guess I don't understand why they, didn't, they bid then, huh? Town laziness is a thing. Yeah. Why do you think it's so popular if people weren't doing it then? The few that did do it liked it. <laughs> and then I think the, so. the other people were, there were a lot of people who didn't bid because that's the way that they play these games. I was saving my money because I knew I was going to have more than a dollar. Well, there are probably also people who thought that you were going to incrementally make the items better and they were saving it for something laid down the line. I mean, that actually was kind of an original concept that there would be certain items. Uh, It was like an early version of it. I had the idea of like having certain items that would require more players to like purchase. It wasn't an auction. It was just buying them. But Mm -hmm. yeah, because we had the item shop. Yeah, there's an item shop, and one of the items I had envisioned was a gun that, like, four people could buy, then share. What could go wrong? (laughs) I have a really interesting uh, item idea for my next game, but I don't want to get into it too much. Just just want to tantalize. Just want to tickle your balls a little. I I enjoyed that. I mean, to your point, though, you were saying you were expecting the items to get better. Don't they already um, inherently start to get better as the scarcity of them or the scarcity of people that can bid on them decreases. I mean, doesn't doesn't that already make an item be- better? Or do uh, am, am I alone in that thinking? I mean, I guess. Well, actually, I guess as the game goes on and people really, I mean, you think it's bad to start with people not bidding. It gets worse <laughs> later on, so right. you're more likely to get it. Yeah, racks bid. And, yeah. 
what, I think 15 cents for a house? Yeah, Rax bid, I think, more than anyone else, and so Rax got the most, so... I mean... Do you think we'll see silent auctions again? Huh? Do we think... Do you think that we will see your silent auctions again? Oh, we already have an idea for a new auction. Mm -hmm. It'll probably be a variation, but yes. Oh, no, we're gonna do my idea. He hasn't agreed to it yet, but we're doing it. Okay. (laughs) All right. We've got two segments to go. The second to last, the penultimate, I want to talk about lingering questions and a couple of questions Hey Trainer brought up. One I want to talk about is overall confusion um, and communication issues. Um, For example, (laughs) and this one is silly. Uh, this example is silly. My, I did not understand that my name was not Renfield eighty nine based on the the layout of, of the role. Uh, Graham, for very Hello. different reasons, didn't understand that he was not a person. Right? He thought he was a Pokemon. I want to clarify on that real quick. I I did ask Philip in the middle of the first day and he said no you're a pokemon but i decided to roll with human as the day went on <laughs> oh okay because i had already said that and i thought it would look bad to uh reverse course that quickly <laughs> as information came out but you had a picture of an eevee yeah even if the flavor text was a little iffy you had so, a picture of an eevee because my name was an eevee do you have a picture of a human whose name is eevee probably not so i just yes. assumed i would I have found no. I would have found a human pillow in the head on. All right, you guys heard it here Sorry, first. Now on. we have to make sketches of our pictures that are in our roles <laughs> in order to back up our claims. I uh, was a little confused. A few more examples. Uh, the coin that we brought up with regards to Rax's interpretation. The Darth Pika's questioning of what uh, is a role, quote-unquote, and what is an ability, quote-unquote. We touched on that a little bit with what is the night kill, right? Is it a mechanic? Is it a role? Is it an ability? And then finally, uh, at what time does the day end? Does it end at 11 or 11.01? Oh, gosh. So okay. I think this is a, a couple of these things. We, like It wouldn't be worth talking about, but there was a lot of miscommunication overall. What was the reason for this, do you think? Some of it I'm not quite sure on. So the way we have used the term role has remained consistent for four, all four of the games that Patrick and I have hosted together. And, you know, if people want clarification, we are happy to provide clarification for anything that pertains to you. Yeah. Yeah, my, my rationale has always been, it's called a roll block. I mean, <laughs> you block the roll. So that's Patrick's rationale. I know, that's, that's what I've always thought. And I think I agree with that rationale for the record. I think they're pretty much I mean, interchangeable. Thank you. I would say that abilities are roles, but roles aren't abilities. Like one is a subset of the other. I could see that yeah. too. He should have asked. Anyone who has questions about stuff I like mean, that can just ask. I mean, certainly in the future, we'll try to be even more specific, but he should have asked. There are rules made for everything. For Next one's going to be uh, the Darth Pika Clause Part 2. All of our things will be very specific. If you have further questions, it's up to you to ask us. Okay. Um, 
on the topic of speech impediments uh, slash role playing, do you would you uh, as a permanent rule say to someone who is joining the game fresh, you should not use a speech impediment. You should not role play a character because those things are anti town. I would more say it so you don't get lynched on this site. <laughs> yeah. Like, word of caution, they will hate you, but you're free to do whatever you want. Yeah, don't stand out day one. So probably best to save that until <laughs> you're like Renfield and can do whatever the heck you want and people just kind of go ignore it. it. <laughs> I, I actually will take the contrarian viewpoint on this one. Are we getting into you right now, Kyle? We, yeah, Can I, I use examples from you? Okay, so I actually really enjoy the act of <laughs> the role play and the accents and whatever, any kind of fake speech impediments. I like speech impediments as a general as either forced actions from a role or an ability. Um, or, or, yeah, impediments or something that's just forced on you as a game mechanic in any other way or someone that fakes one. I think the issue that run into isn't necessarily on the people receiving it or on the user. It's the people that are receiving it that struggle. So what I was saying with your speech impediment is when you were talking like a cowboy and you're throwing four words into one and there's three different apostrophes and I'm trying to read that as I read it, I will eventually understand what you're trying to say, but the information doesn't stick as well because I speak <laughs> English and not cowboy. And so when the information doesn't stick, it one makes your posts um, harder to go back and find uh, the information you're sharing becomes to no fault of the information less relevant in my head because it's coming from a language I'm not fluent in. And it's just hard to decipher and can be viewed as not necessarily manipulative, but if you're talking in a way that's not the standard way we communicate, it feels like it could be a loophole into trying to construe stuff um, in your favor later. Like it's easier to change the meaning of something that not everybody understands what you were getting at in the first place so it's disruptive yes do you guys agree with that i will say there i know was one instance where someone was looking back at one of your posts and was not quite sure what you meant because mm -hmm. they couldn't understand what you're saying i think it's like a little bit of both i think using uh, an impediment can actually be beneficial um but yeah, certainly stuff I think can get lost in translation. I mean, so uh, there are pros and cons. There are pros and cons. I said all that. Yeah, I said all that. And I I would prefer that if we played a game like of this style, that we all talk <laughs> yes. like that. That that seems that seems more fun to me. But again, the issue is then there has to be a, a there's no uniform way then to decipher the information that people are sharing. Yeah, it's like it's fun. We think it's fun. Especially Maybe... when it's Mook out. 
maybe when you all, when y'all reading the game have to try and figure it out, you find it less fun. <laughs> Probably. But, I mean, there's a nice fine balance between doing this to have fun and add more flavor or try and manipulate things if that's how you want to do it and not pushing it far enough that people just want to kill you because they can't stand the way that you speak. Okay, if, you, if anyone is voting for someone because they can't stand the way that they speak, they're objectively not playing the game correctly. We all agree with that. Yeah. Yes. That's, oh, yeah. That, 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 goes that boils back to down to Spike killing Maddie. it best. That's mm-hmm. even, yeah, that, I, I think that's included like with the many stacks, stacks double spacing. Okay, now let me push back a little bit. So... You just mentioned Master Mookat, who in the Planets game made up his his logs, right? His captain's mm-hmm. logs. And they are beloved, right? Everyone yes. widely agree. Could can't wait for your next captain's log, Master Mookat. Hope you keep hope they don't night kill you, Master <laughs> Mookat. <laughs> right. I ironically thought that was a terrible play. And why? Because that's what I would expect someone who's mafia to do to do something to endear him to the other players so that psychologically they feel have warm fuzzy feelings about them inside and absol trainer alluded to this in uh in his night chat and in the mafia chat when he was talking to himself about how if he felt that if he could make a, a more emotional or uh, a plea to the humanity the the friendship that he has with Rax that they would be less inclined to vote for him. And I think that's what you're doing when you make a post like Master Mukau is making. Can you see my my opinion on that? I I personally, I can see your opinion on that. The pushback I would give you in regards to that is, I don't ever remember a Mafia player doing that. So we've never seen it before. I just told you Absol Trainer was planning to to endear himself to someone for that purpose. I, I, and I think there's a difference between endearing yourself to someone and being friendly or whatever, as opposed to coming up with a speech impediment that you post everything in log form or third person or as a cowboy. I have used a speech impediment to try to gain town cred before. I, I had one in a previous game where I was attempting to sound like a like a droid or something in the in the mandalorian wars i believe Mm -hmm. so i think that people do use them to try to gain town cred in the same vein then i mean a town member wants to endear themselves to the town too no but should the town member be trying to endear themselves i think they should be playing more objectively than that i mean you can play objectively in scum hunt while still giving off an endearing personality. I it's funny you should bring that up. Because my <laughs> next point after the Master Mukau ex- example was what is the difference between faking a speech impediment and just trying to cozy up to people the way you did in a previous game where you um I believe was it the was this directed was the game me? before the, mo- the office game maybe? Where you just posted fluff the entire time, made wise cracks and jokes, and everyone was like, "Potit's so funny. Let's keep that guy around." <laughs> right? You just, by the end, by the last three days, there was zero substance in any of your posts, and I was rolling over in my grave. Which game? I, I don't see that as being any different than faking a Which speech impediment. Oh, this was murder most foul, wasn't it? Yes. Wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Like. 
Well, wait, what was I? Well, who was I? You were Crobat. You were Libby. Oh, it was the game of Mafia Swept. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, so and your posts just. Yeah, they were nothing. They were nothing. Is that any functionally game. different than a than a speech impediment? You were just like putting on a schmoozy character. Okay. Um, I I would say yes and no. Um, why I would say it's different is, again, going back to specifically at least right now, your speech impediment, where due to the way you changed the way certain words are read and remembered, not in a language that is familiar to everyone. My posts were still like, you would read them. You would know right away what they said. You didn't, you, to an extent, you didn't even have to think about them. Whereas yours, you had to sit and analyze them. And then even after you analyzed them, you would still have to go back and look at them. Cause you wouldn't remember what, what you just read. It sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> I mean, I, I think most people would agree with me. The information doesn't, st- I mean, it's the same with the Maddie Stacks post that people get you know, with the Maddie Stacks post since it's formatted funny in a way that we typically do not uh, digest content or information. It doesn't stick as well. And so Maddie Stacks can sometimes not get his point across well because not maybe, maybe just due to the fact that people are taking in what he's saying, but it's not being hammered home as well because it's not formatted the way they're used to. Pika Bros. Um, I mean, I w- I will say I th- I think another point, if you're faking a speech impediment, I not necessarily everyone, but I've seen some people try to use it to make it seem like um, to basically stick around longer. Like you're faking an, a speech impediment. People might take you a little less seriously than they normally would, or you might not necessarily have a powerful role because who would be cruel enough we would to stick a speech impediment with uh, something that's actually strong. Um, like a lie detector? But yeah, I, I definitely do think that um, with not necessarily every speech impediment, but certain ones such as calling people, you know, a taco cooter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think certain speech impediments can be a little harder to understand and may have more of a problem with sticking information. But on the bright side, they might take you less seriously and think, well, Renfield's basically worthless this game. You can barely speak and don't understand what he's saying anyway. What what Kyle, Kyle said, though, do you feel do you, is there a difference or are they pretty much two in one? Of like me posting relatively fluff most of the day, and with, just with kind the of, purpose of endearing yourself to people. Yes, with the purpose of trying to be the warm, cozy. Haha, look, this guy's just having fun, and then this guy's trying to have fun, but he's also he's talking really weird. I think there's a difference. Yeah, I think there's yeah, a okay. huge difference. Yeah. So, Once, Kyle, were like, you suggesting they were the same? I think, well, they're obviously not the same because one was someone who was town and one was someone who was mafia. I don't see you were basically putting on, in my opinion, an impediment to sound more town. And I was putting on impediment Ooh. to do the opposite. I was doing putting on impediment to see who would think that that made me mafia. See, I disagree because I don't feel like I'm pretending to have any kind of impediment. Well, I think the peak was about to say something. That's what, how you conceive of it i don't think that changes whether or not it's true 
It's just called a charming personality. Love isn't an impediment, Kyle. Thank you. Yeah. No, Feelings no. aren't fake. I mean, I, I I think by that logic, anyone who tried to use an emotional plea to get out of the lynch, I mean, that's not an impediment. People know it's not like an in-game impediment. They're just being manipulated. I, I think there's a difference. Well, I guess then we can't reach a consensus on this point. Well, it's three to one, so. <laughs> three to one what? That they're bad? No, that it's not is it, the same not thing. similar at all. So my last point on it then is going to be, obviously it didn't work because uh, no one lynched Absol Trainer, right? What I What I figured out and I didn't get to figure it out, right? Because I didn't get to see him flip. But independent of the outcome of the game, I put on this facade with the purpose, and I think that's my rule about what, whether or not you should do a, a play a role or have an impediment, is for what purpose are you doing it? And I had a, a purpose in mind. I had a purpose in mind when I did it, as mafia which was to gain town cred i had a purpose in mind when i was the seer and i did it in the pikachu game where i made oh, I, I spoke in p words all the time and that was to try to throw off the scent that maybe i didn't have a strong role it didn't work because i'm renfield a9 but i and then in this game i had the purpose of trying to see who would use it to pin me as um, someone who's trying to disrupt the town I guess you guys think that it, well, they were right that it did. So I was inherently wrong then. But d in spite of that, I used it to snag a wolf. So then is it wrong because the town thought it was disruptive or is it right because the experiment worked? If you have to pick one side, which is it? I want to pick both. It's the middle side. You can't pick both. I think it's We're a little bit advice of each. Here. I mean, honestly, I yeah. think it's a little bit of each because he said you did manage side. to do something, but they're Take also a side. Take a side. Take a side. Sorry. Fine, I'll be anti-Renfield. Okay. The coin landed on its side. Pick if a side. You aren't just... I just did. Yeah, if you're... What Renfield did worked well. It's just he did it too much so people couldn't understand when he was dead and they had to try and figure it out. As an aside, I'm on Renfield's side then because you're pressuring me to take a side. To be fair, so you think that what he did was correct? Well, I mean, it did get a wolf, it's just people couldn't understand him. It, it not only did get a wolf, if Patriarch had said nothing, it had nailed two wolves. I think, I think it was 100% the correct play, yeah. <laughs> then I still think we come out not knowing whether or not to tell people they should do role play or impediments. I said earlier you should. It's just, you see, again, there, you have to, you had the right idea. And by itself, the idea of role playing a, and what would you even call it, a, a wild Western guy? If it wasn't annoying, then I wouldn't have snagged a wolf. like Poteet's List. You know, there are other ways to be annoying. This is a little, a little bit like Poteet's List. Okay. <laughs> well, with... are, you, are you sure that you could have done it maybe even 30% more in English? Normal English. 
and still gotten the result you wanted. Do you really think that a hundred percent of the reason you got you're acting like I like I can parse what thirty percent fewer apostrophes and and Hang words on. reduced to ends like is? Okay. You act like that's something we can mathematically calculate. I mean, okay, okay. Personally, I think it would have been pretty much perfect if Renfield had explained a little bit more what he had meant and translated it. Oh yeah, as if the town is stupid. If I just did that, I think post. I would have just looked more town. Rewrite it. Yeah, just... After you were done, he showed just rewritten every post. Always assume the town is stupid and can't figure things out after you're dead. That would have defeated the purpose. Well, I can't help you. I don't know what the correct play is here. I just don't. Then without further ado, let's read some of those posts. Let's do it. Yes, I've been waiting for this. I take it back. It was the right play. (laughs) All the right. town top setter of Blue Wing has graced you with his presence. I run the machine that is the Blue Wing Argus, a humble periodical chronicling the goings-on of this fine hole in the wall. Fancies myself a columnist, too. May as well when you're the one doing all the work to put the paper together. Yuck! Reserve a nice bit of real estate on the front page for yours truly. Do give me some feedback now here. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll be saltier than a sizzling piece of poteet jerky. Can't say I'm surprised on account of the outcome. Now, correct me as if I'm wrong here, but why is it that y'all are posing this here question with my name, but never poteets? No, he's not here now, but your same question was asked yesterday. None y'all seem to care that he kept it under lock and key. Reckon that's what you might use Yankees, might call her double and ten Or is it? Double Jeopardy. Never can quite tell. Anyhow, of course I never mentioned it. May as well leave them wolves to consider it might have been protection. But twerent was a night chat between the two of us. Only twerent too productive on account of poteet, accusing me of being mafia several times. Mostly I explained the particulars on my role. That's it. Taco Cooter. <laughs> <laughs> You've just seen the insides of my brain. Forget the rest of the podcast. Just do these. <laughs> just say Taco Cooter again. Taco Cooter. Great. Yes! That's his name, man. Uh, this is what the people want. That's all I needed. I have one last question for you guys before we get into grades. Yep. So toward the end of this game, there were multiple comments, and these comments have increased, I'd say, over the last few games, in the end games. Um, I'm, I'm referring to people saying, well, I'd rather lose to this person doing this than to this person doing this. Or if so-and-so did it, then good for them. They're a genius. But I'm, I'd rather lose in this outcome. Is anyone else just like bash their head against the table when this happens? I Many do. times. <laughs> I would if the table this laptop was on were more stable. It's such a it's such a cop out. It's such self preservation to be like, well maybe I'm wrong, but I'd rather be wrong in this case. I feel like someone hedge. started it as a joke and then people just took it seriously and started actually using it to make a decision. Okay, the way I feel about this 
is people say that because at that point it's, oh, well, I chose this path. This may have made us lose, but I chose to lose. It's no longer I'm doing my best to win, and if I'm wrong, good game. It's, well, I would rather lose this way than that way. Yeah, there's like a moral superiority to it. There's a a deflection of blame, like, well, it's superior to lose down this line of play than to make a wild guess, and so and so. Yeah, like, you know... Kevin, I love you, but that was terrible. Yeah, we'll just make a role that punishes that. Like, anyone who says that, every other player gets a free uh, Vich kill on that person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I actually have thought about a role like that. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a cop-out. It's a, well, we're going to lose, so I'm going to make us lose based on how I think we should lose. Yeah, say that, don't play our games. I mean, it's just annoying. Yeah. Don't say it. Okay. I think it's time for grades. Okay. The way we're going to do this this time, because we have four people on the pod, is just Fear the Pika and Jellyfisher are going to give us their grades. They can give us one unified grade, or they can tell us what they individually think. And then if Graham and I agree, then we'll move on. If we have more to say about them, um, we can expand. Um, This would also be the time to dive a little more deeply into a specific play that person made if you want to. Um, but without further ado, let's just go down the list. Um, we'll do the town first. Um, Borichu. B stands for Borichu. I'd give her a B. Uh, she didn't live long enough to do a lot, but she shouldn't have been lynched the day she was. She shouldn't have been the first lynch of the game. She didn't do anything wrong, necessarily. She just didn't get the town to not lynch her. And yeah, yeah, I'd say she was I, a victim I, of town paranoia. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I ding a few points because she admitted to being an ex-convict, which I don't think was necessary. I think that just increased the paranoia for uh, actually a slightly more legitimate reason. Because that's totally something that we would do. <laughs> like, 100%. <laughs> the killer sheep. Yes. With the strangling sweaters. Uh, yeah. I also feel like that's right. I, I would have dinged her for a different reason, which was that the town like, thought she was so lynchable because of the way she was posting adversarially. Uh, Maddie Stacks. F. F. That's, that's pretty harsh, guys. Sorry. Okay. He... Okay. His entire debacle with his vote on Darth Pika saying that he wasn't actually, you know, he, he was going to wait to the last moment. That was such a poor decision. He, I mean, he almost lost them that lynch. Uh, uh, that, that was, I mean, I get that he was busy beforehand. I mean, that's totally understandable, but that, that was such a bad, bad play. Furthermore, he decided to, Reveal his role, which, okay, you know what? Sure. If that's what you want to do, sure. But then he forced that fake snake to reveal his half of the role. 
So Maddie Stacks single-handedly neutered the town in terms of protective abilities. Yeah, and yeah. he played For like no he reason. had something to hide the first few days. He was my first not-town read, which happens when uh, you're looking too hard into people who have power town roles as well, unfortunately. But he it's he was kind of playing to me like he didn't know how the, the person who has the doctor role should play. Yeah, it, it was not great. I mean, he played much better last time. I think I sent to Philip on night two that I thought Maddie was playing like a scared Sierra priest. You probably did. Yeah. I mean, it's he was very transparent this game. Like his, and not in a good like informational transparent. Like it was very obvious what was going on. I I sadly agree with the F. I sound I think it's a little harsh. I mean there were there was a middle middle part of the game where I felt like he was on track a little bit more, but Yeah, he got on track after he neutered the role. And yeah. and the probably the worst part is that it didn't it should have cleared that fake snake, but then it didn't. So we had that entire His suspicion of that game. fake snake was also a detractor for the town. Yeah. So it Yeah, he, it was not his finest game. Unfortunately not. He played very well in Deadly Planets. And then he went to this game. I will say, though, I disagreed with the people that were giving him flack for changing up his playstyle. I think yeah. that was nonsensical because he's made it a point to change it every time he said that. So I, I think we all would agree with that. Yeah, that yeah. that was stupid. That was not. Yeah, anything that's not that he Matt. was doing. Master Mukau. Uh, shoot, what do we say? I had said a B. I, I said C for Master Mukau. He didn't live long, and unfortunately, the claim he made about his role was so similar that the wolves pegged him night one. Yeah, which is why there's no one to blame besides him, but him, right? They only he's only out there if he's going to go with loners to hope everyone else is a little less honest or that their claims are more vague. He also, for some reason, claimed to have a name, even though. He knew from his old timer ability there was no name, so why not just claim loner without a name? Uh, that was, I mean, that, that's not really uh, a point really against him. Um, I just gave him a C because I think the loner thing was, he, he should have been a little more creative. I think he was smart so, enough to lie. Just with the role told him to. I mean, no, you may yeah, want to but, be careful. I, uh, Anyway, I was yeah, someone so, would just claim it without really reading. Yeah, so that's where our grades stand, at least. He didn't get to play much, so it's hard yeah, to tell. Yeah, so it, it's not as much merit on the grade when it's someone who died so early. Patriarch. F. F. Or D. I'll give him a D. He almost got mod killed. He cleared Darth Pika for misguided reasons at the best and failing to fully elaborate at any point like stuff Darth Pika was doing including attacking Patriarch did not add up oh wait a minute was he what did he vote himself 
Oh yeah, and he oh, gave so up. Oh, never mind. Sorry, I gave him an F. He's an F. Yeah. I think, and he almost got himself hot killed. So, see, he had a real impediment, and I think he was having too much fun. That was maybe the only fun he was having playing the game. If I had his impediment, I feel like I could have had less of an accent. <laughs> like I could have, I would have tried to get away with it with as little accent as possible. Actually, it wouldn't have been that hard. It was, it was, ba- it was literally if he did even one word, he was fine. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Y'all, there. Ducklet says y'all. Exactly. Yeah, so... So... Y'all, y'all. In terms of y'all, he gets an F. Yeah. And I also thought, um, and not just because of uh, his other stuff, I think he really, really, really did not use his role the way it was supposed to be used. He didn't ask people, like, pointed questions and get answers that he could use specifically for his role. He just kind of... He chose a lot of very large posts that was like, well, there's a lot of room here for lies. So I I really feel like he should have been asking people pointed questions, getting answers that would, I mean, three sentences. It's not that hard. He should have been a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He should have been what he is in real life. Unfortunately, he was not. Graham? I agree. If we were ranking the top, he'd be on my very bottom. Yeah, we already talked about how we felt that he was like the domino that started the town failure. Mm-hmm. And at the point where he didn't log in for over six days, I would have mod killed him. All right, Prohawk. He's one of the few people I would give an A. Yeah, I'd, I, I'd give him an A. Yeah, I'll go with an A. I mean, he was off track at points in the game, but. So he was the spirit as well as being eventually town. So he won in a moral sense and in a more, you know, actual sense he lost. But he still managed to kill Superstar. Uh, he was he was scary enough to Absol Trainer that there was no way he was going to make it to the end. Yeah, the only thing about Prohawk that I thought maybe wasn't necessarily the best was his um, pressuring of Maddie that ended up getting Maddie to reveal what he was. That's was the only thing that I maybe thought he. What about claiming Lawman? That uh, that was also a mistake, actually. Yeah. But but I mean, to be fair, I I think he was paranoid about what the other person would know because we didn't tell him. So I think he's afraid to claim what he actually was. And unfortunately, he was not the only person who uh, lied about being in law enforcement. Because T-Cards also did as uh, assistant deputy um, Diglett. So in a way, that still worked out for him. Yeah. Yeah, so I would give him an A. I would like to give him a B plus if I could. Yeah, well, we've already decided we're not doing pluses and minuses yeah, as yeah, per yeah. last podcast. So, you know, I'll, I'll raise my standards. I'll, I'll give him a B for those few little things. I thought he was really off the first few days, and he was also anti-information. But he was obviously a pinnacle, uh, pivotal role at the very end of the game. So I'll defer to you guys on that one. Uh, myself, I would give you a B because what you did was effective. And I want to give you a B plus, but it's a B. 
It's just that they didn't understand you later. Yeah, I'd give you a B as well. I think if you had survived longer, you probably could have gotten up to an A, though. Yeah. Like, you were going in, I think, a very good direction, which, of course, is why you were killed. Yeah, so part of it is just because you didn't live long enough to get everything out there, and part of it is whether it's through your fault or through fault of the town not being diligent. Just everything that you were going towards that was a really great direction just got abandoned. Graham, you should have lived longer. Agree. I should have lived longer? Yeah. That's your fault. Yeah, yeah so sure. I have a rhetorical question for you guys about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, should I have waited until day four to admit that I was done with the accent and then spill my post about Absol Trainer and Darth Pika? No. They were going to kill you soon anyway. Yeah, I think I think it was the right time to do it because there's a risk in keeping on to it because, you know, you might be thinking, oh, I'm not on the radar, but you actually are. Yeah. So or I, they might decide, you know what, I really don't like it. He's playing at something. Let's just kill him and get it over with. Yeah. So I think it was the right move. No, I, yeah, I think it was gonna, the right move. It's kind just... of contrarian me there. I thought for sure people were going to say, yeah, you put yourself on the radar. They, were gonna, they weren't going to kill you that night, but... You're, you're Renfield. I think you're already on the radar. You're already on their <laughs> radar. And, you know, as such, you're always a potential kill. And then, yeah, I mean, you could say maybe it would have been better to wait a day. But at it, the same time, it's like turnip prices in Animal Crossing. <sighs> yes, it's maybe. stock market. Maybe uh-huh. it would be better, but also you could crash and burn and lose everything. Yeah, so. you could like fall to 20 bells, and I think that was the risk. You didn't want to lose out to those dumb raccoons. Yeah, so... It was the right... I think, I think it was... I think it was a tough play, but you played I think at the time, it, right. it was certainly the right play. Yeah. There, there comes a point when you're sitting on that information that that's diminishing returns of when you, when you risk sharing it. Yeah. If you die with that, it's worthless. Yeah. I think it's the kind of um, uh, post I couldn't make at the beginning of a day because it would seem like I formulated it overnight. Um, there were a lot of accusations fair. about Absol Trainer formulating his posts overnight, right? Because that's what it looks like <laughs> when you make long posts to start that's a day does. in a certain direction. Um, I mean, to be fair, that's what he did. Yeah. That's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> so... Anyways, so- I didn't want to wait because I didn't want to be perceived as uh, now Now we're seeing Renfield trying to steer the town now that uh, Mafia has had a change in momentum, that they lost one of their own, and now this is an indication that uh, Mafia thinks they need to do something uh, really different to get back ahead. So I said it when I said it, knowing that it could make me a night kill. Um, because because I thought well uh, it, even as a as a fail safe I'll I'll give everyone a um a list of of who I think is cleared and that is the thing I want to say in my defense of getting B <laughs> is that I think only myself and Raptor Zone and uh, Poteet would like to say he's included in this too are the people who were trying to narrow down suspects the entire rest of the game was just. Who is suspicious and why? There was zero conversation the whole game of 
who is not suspicious and why. I, yeah, I, I mean, actually agree with that. Yeah, I think if you had lived longer, you would have gotten an A. It's just you died at night three, and there's just no way to tell how it would have gone. Yeah, I feel like this game, there are only like a few people that were capable of getting an A based on play. Yeah, so I would give you a B+. Just a foreshadowing. That's yeah. Uh, also, right, I got an A. You should have gotten protected, so. I mean, there's um, always that, too. I guess that my point is, uh, if there's one thing I want people to take away from, since we were asked, like, how can people improve, I think people should focus more on who should I not be looking at, rather than let's try to smear a little shit on everybody, because that's what Mafia does, aka that's what Absol Trainer does. Yeah. And look through posts using that neat trick we taught you earlier. There you go. Yeah. A single player and just read all their posts. It really helps find stuff that sticks out. I would rather spend a day phase with a pool of six suspicious players or players that I'm trying to find that are, or sorry, six non-suspicious players than just finding like one player and just searching for it. Cause then all the posts become confirmation bias. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, trying to fit um, the game to your ideas going on. Yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine anyone who would have done that last game mm-hmm. in Deadly Planets, as was discussed on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Let's not bring that up again. So, uh, moving on to that fake snake, yes. F. Uh, no, no D. 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 I give him a D. I don't remember a good read that he had. Can you guys remember one? Um, I think I would have given him a C if it weren't for opening the crate. That to me was like, like he played just like a bland game and then unfortunately got down to the crate. And I feel like they really should have been questioning, why does Absol want to open this? He doesn't know what the mechanic is at all is assuming it'll be good. He promised, oh, there's a squeaky toy in there. I just want to grab that. I mean, it just sounded like he was oddly... I mean, like, I think if he weren't in a position where he was mafia and wanted to open the crate, I think he would have been advocating, no, it's an unknown. We don't want to add another random thing to the final three players. Yeah, none of them were good. No, there wasn't, a, there wasn't a good crate out there for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> they were all bad yeah. up to that point. They, Jesus. I think we had one crate that could have been... Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the four ducks of the uh, Quackalypse. That was the only one that didn't do anything because it was easy to avoid the consequence. Yeah, so... But... Yeah, just... Yeah. He didn't play... It's not necessarily that he played a bad game he just didn't play a good game yeah and then at the end it that's just what sinks him to a d from yeah if he had chosen i think to keep the crate shut i think he would have been uh potentially well probably still c and if he had voted absol potentially a b just for that last move but unfortunately if he he wins the game at the end all is forgiven yeah (laughs) if he had managed to kill him unfortunately he did that basically boils down to like 
I, I can't think of like a, a long, along that fake snake post where he like boils down into a, a read that he has. It's always like either he's re, he plays a very reactive game, and then you get reads list now and then. But like, what what's your big scum hunt, uh, Alibra? C. C. Okay. Because he, especially after the four way chat that he, Rax, Absol, and DP had with the item. He was on to these people. He he knew that Darth Pika was bad. He had a strong suspicion that Absol Trainer was bad. And then he was ineffective in arguing for that. He got emotional. like yeah. So he had these good ideas and these right ideas, and then he was just... Yeah, he couldn't he, argue it. He yeah, he had the right ideas, and he had the information, but he didn't go back to it. Like if he had, he should have gone back to that chat, knowing okay, well, DP is mafia. I think Absol is as well. And would you look at that? Absol helped deflect hmm. because they really, really, I believe the one person that they didn't want seen with that ability it was Michael. It That's was it. DP. That was the one person that could not be seen with it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Absol was kind I mean, he was doing his thing where it's like, oh, I'll be okay with this person, this person. But it was very weird to push for Alibra when Alibra already said, I can move, guys. I can prove myself. <laughs> Why on earth did they need, like, a three-way verification? And even after that, they said it wasn't enough. <laughs> I can boo, guys. I think that's a big, the bigger <laughs> indictment there. Is on he couldn't move Alibra. their emotions. It, it it just baffled me. Yeah, he so, should have gone back to that. Unfortunately, he did not. Tomahawk. Uh, it's D or F. D. I guess. I guess D. Yeah, he was. He's close to an F, though. He was mostly absent. This was not his strongest game. Uh, he kind of wrote out I'm Ducklet guys as wait, you know F. Because when he claimed Ducklet, not only did he he claim Ducklet, he didn't lie, he should have lied. You don't claim no, Ducklet. I mean... And then he made a comment about his abilities in the very post he claimed who he was. He said, I have a couple neat abilities. Nothing too powerful. It- he basically did a soft role reveal. And when all people were asking for, who are you? And he was talking about his role on day one. And that was just like baffling. Why on earth would he do that? What benefit was there what? to saying, I'm not too powerful, but I do have a couple neat abilities. And he was telling the truth. I can agree with that. I would still put him at a D. I give him an F, because that was just... That was the whole thing that set off his constantly, constantly being under scrutiny for the entire game because he made that play. It was a rule. It was bad. I'm sorry, Kyle, did you say Graham? Yeah. I, for the most part, agree with that. This was probably, ever since the Office game, the most absent he's felt to me. And his reads were not great 
Yeah, it's two bad games in a row for him. And I, I guess I would disagree about the day one stuff just because I felt like it was best to be as honest as possible with the role he, that he got. Um, mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I don't think it was necessarily a power role based on having read the flip. So, like, he was not the person who needed to necessarily be extra protected. Um, my problem is with the way he handled it. Or at one point, he concedes, even if he's right, like, to say, like, yeah, we should probably lynch me at some point. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's not the I way you play that role. And, right. Um, he, he, his heart just hasn't been in it, I think, the last two games, and it shows. Yeah. I, I don't know why there's so many people this game who are like, nah, you should kill me. I swear there must be at least four townies who either self-voted or said you should kill me soon. Well, if game sizes are getting smaller. The meta's changing, boys. Yeah, we are forcing it. <laughs> yeah. Pathicus. Are we Pathicus. counting Pathicus as town? Because he, he was town. Well, But he started as independent. Yeah, that's, that's, let's just say Pathicus is a player. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I want to give him a B, but then we've been talking about Pathicus and I'll put him at a C. Yeah, I, I feel like we already said why he gets a C. He shouldn't have said that, oh, I, I flipped town. I mean, before yeah. that, no one was really looking at him. There was no reason to introduce a new twist in his duck story. And Pun, role name. Well, thankfully for Pathicus, he didn't, he didn't tell people. So he decided the moment he got his role, he messaged me and said, I am going to join the town. I am not going to take the easy wolf win. The squire would not be so ignoble. <laughs> and then, Good for him. And then night three, <laughs> he changed his mind and said, I'm going with the survive to the end win condition. I'm not joining the town. I'm not joining the wolves. Oh, goodness, no, I am not joining the town. Unfortunately for him, he had to choose a side. And he messed up. So, Dang. at least he didn't say that to the town when they're oh, deciding gosh. if they should lynch him. He finally got to so, understand what it was like to be on the town side of a mafia game. <laughs> it's not so, fun. Yeah, so he could have played it better. He could have avoided being the day eight lynch. But he also isn't the sole factor in why the town lost. Yeah. His 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 play had some parts that weren't terrible, so he gets to see. Mm-hmm. Poteet. Did not finish. <laughs> I'll give him a I'll give him a D because he claimed hostage negotiator. <laughs> Yeah, and that's why he was killed. Yeah, that's yeah. literally why he was killed. Claim something more boring, because being, he told the truth. Honest, guys, <laughs> honesty is not always the best policy when you have something that sounds cool. You told the truth. You <laughs> said all these things about your points, which marks okay. you as yeah. Different you know what? D. Special. <laughs> okay, C. But there's you, not much merit to it. But you get a D. You called attention to yourself, and it just wasn't the right play. You marked yourself as completely different because you said you have breaking points. D for disappointing. 
<laughs> I came out of day one not feeling one strong way or the other about Poteet. And uh, his, our night chat didn't change my feelings on that one way or the other. So yeah. I was surprised when he was the night kill. And they thought hostage negotiator meant that yeah. he could be unfortunately power town. So one, one I would like to point out, I still don't know what it did. I and know. And two, I think at the time of the game, I was a pretty fine thing for the for the town to lose. That's but true. Were you? But were you? Know. That's what I'm saying. I said at the time. <laughs> You'll never know what you were. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So did not finish really. Uh, just based purely on day one play, see, you didn't do anything remarkable, you didn't do anything horrible. It's not really a rate that counts for much, though. You died too quickly. Yeah. That's fine. Anyway. On to Rax. Uh, this one's tough. I think Rax overall deserves a C. I'd say a B. Because Rax did some really... Rax had some poor plays at the very end. Just just completely disregarding the trying to metagame the moderator thing. Not realizing that that fake snake is almost entirely clear. We've been over this. It still doesn't really make sense. Especially since they were identical roles. Uh, they played a solid game, just flubbed it at the last minute. I have a couple yeah. posts for you guys. Uh, this is from day four. I really think we're ignoring all of the actual wolves, and they're just sitting quietly and laughing. How about this? Let's table AT for now. Uh, and then the reads go on to be to Piplup, Pathicus, TFS, and Prohawk as people who are possible mafia. And then the following day, uh, Darth Pika. This is the first time in forever I have felt that Darth Pika was town. I have been oh. mafia and felt like Darth Pika wasn't town. I find that interesting. Absol Trainer feels collaborative, although he was more supportive of other people, sharing information than sharing information himself. I forgot about those posts. There's a reason that Rax was around on day nine. Um, I, I do, I do think Rax does deserve credit for actually really trying to play. I mean, I think that alone with so many people that weren't bothering. I mean, you deserve credit for that. But um, I, I do think it's a little odd that they were trying so hard, but unfortunately didn't look back and look at Absol's posts and seen, wait a minute, where are the items that he's talking about? Like, did he prove even once that he got an item out of this crate? No. Did he keep consistent what he said he could do the whole time? Not really. Yeah, um, so... No, but I think given the players who get Ds and Fs, I think Rax is deserving to at least get a C. Yeah. I would be okay with a C. Uh, A-Wast. B. A-Wast is a B. A-Wast was doing really, really well. And then Awast absolutely lost it. And it's like I, I view it as he got an A for the first half and a C for the second half. Yeah. So it turns into a B. Yeah. I mean, he was doing great, but then unfortunately turned into uh 
what was it dp dp's biggest advocate yeah that was very unfortunate it's funny you should bring but, that up because i have a couple posts <laughs> wow you just want us to bring these trades down this is the day well, that uh is leading up to the no lynch uh was writes come on that's big fucking info not to say, and this is in regard to Darth Pika admitting that he's a seer in a game where also Awost is an investigator and also uh, Patriarch has claimed to be some type of seer or investigator. That's arguably enough to lynch Darth Pika straight out. Hiding abilities is always mafiosa. Unvote Darth Pika, vote Tomahawk. Let's solve this. <laughs> Next one. Uh, I still think Tomahawk is a solid kill at some point because he's a high info kill. We have no reason to believe his claim. He has no proof. Therefore, killing him, even if he comes out of town, will reveal a lot, as Mafia would have no reason to doubt his claim, and thus their interaction with the claim will be tainted by their knowledge. Um, so this is the, the the golden mine of info that he wanted to mine from the kill of uh, Tomahawk, which I argue that there was never a golden mine to to get from any any Lynch or any knight. No, there wasn't. No. But... He got T cards. Yeah, I, I did. I, I thought that was enough to. I think he played well, beat. and he also played terribly in parts. Like, I mean, T cards actually did start with a solid claim, but he managed to basically get. We can discuss T cards when we well, get to T cards. How do you file it under? It's close enough. But um, I think he did a really a pretty good job approaching with limited information and getting T cards to basically just spill his little diglet heart out. You're right. You're right. JD Koopa. D? No, I I had said D before. I, I would him a D. I would put him at a C because he actively tried to get Darth Pika lynched the day of the Keats. Uh he had some right ideas, and this is where Renfield is going to prove we're playing IRL Mafia and pull up, like, five posts to prove me wrong. <laughs> no. But he had some right ideas. Yeah, I think he's he, improving. He is. Yeah, he's improving. He just... He couldn't manage to get Darth Pika lynched that day, and stuff happened. I mean, I, we, we mentioned it before, but I think a lot of the newer players, what they really need to work on is not backing off so quickly, mm-hmm. being more confident in their ideas, more confident in their ability to pull something off if they're mafia, you know, not not be so quick to concede a point to someone. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, so you I have the right idea, that. fight for it. Raptor's out. A. A. Whoa! Get him in here right now. Raptors Zone, how do you feel? How do you feel about this A? Uh, I felt like I had a good two days of play, but... I You're giving this man an A, even though he didn't vote at the end of that one day? <laughs> that, was my, that was my biggest uh, mistake. I think he deserves an A because he subbed in and managed to have such good reads. Yeah. I, I, I was... He was, like, one of the few players that, like, came along and was like, he could actually, if he survives, win this for the town. Yeah, like, like, oops. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest, I subbed, I asked to be a sub when I saw Jared uh, sign up, because I knew there was a disaster <laughs> in the near future from that, so 
I was already following the, the mean, game pretty still, closely before you guys asked me, and I was I was I, expecting I, I, I it to still, come. I mean, subs always get higher grades, and no, I stand by no, it. No, you I, earned your A. I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, let's see. If 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 Pro Hulk gets an A, you get an A. I'd say the biggest point in, in Raptor Zone's favor was a point that I think went un, like under everyone else's radar, which was the uh, the what what would turn out to be the the naming conventions, right? With Superstar being his big snag, kind of. Yeah, I thought that was one of the best things that Raptor Zone did. Absolutely, like he really he did what a lot of people didn't do. He actually looked at what people were claiming, tried to figure out the grand scheme of things, and he came up with something that was correct. I really, mm-hmm. This is the kind of thing that I, in my mind, uh, really rustles Rax's jimmies, and I'm really surprised they didn't latch on to that as, because they tend to really emphasize um, role cards and game actions, yeah. and yet this went unnoticed by everyone else. Mostly. Yeah, I was really surprised at that. Like, it was... Very, very good posting and like yeah. i mean you got two people that were wolves trying to just push it off and people just kind of went with it uh-huh. it did i think the day i posted that it did get kind of i got t- kind of depressed it seems dramatic i got kind of depressed that day because uh absol trainer superstar and darth pika i think immediately jumped on me <laughs> And I was like, oh my I god. Why. And I was like, oh my god, maybe I'm wrong. No one else wants to discuss this. <laughs> and they're just telling me this is terrible. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe I'm on the Honestly, wrong track, but then I got killed. So. What <laughs> they did. Their reactions were so over the top. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that, you you weren't your A. Yeah, you did. Okay. Let's uh go to Kralit. I'd give her a B because she got subbed in with the weirdest role. I'll give with, her C. With from De Piplup, who still hasn't seen the PM where <laughs> I told him, hey, we have to sub you out. We're mildly worried about him. Yeah. Yeah. Like he so, just disappeared. I think she did the best job that she could. Just she was off and she yeah. was dying anyway. Yeah, I, I give her a C understanding. It's like she had tough conditions. And, and I, 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 I conditions. get it. I get it. She really came in at a terrible point. So, I mean. Yeah, I hope. C with a very, very tough situation, you know. I mean, I had to talk her into even subbing in because she has other stuff going on. So. Yeah. I know. I give her a C understanding that. Right. Yeah, I hope she gets it, everything straightened yeah. out in the future so that uh, this game doesn't feel like a burden to her. So she can come in and start yelling at people like she always does yeah, get now. her A's again. Yeah. <laughs> it's mafia time. T-cards. I'd give T-cards uh, I think a D. I'd give him a C. I, I, okay, I'd probably give him a D plus, honestly. I, I thought I was so seriously impressed with his safe claim. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was... Not safe claim. I, 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 well, the, the fake, claim. fake claim. Um, yes. I'm not sure if it was intentional, but Assistant uh, Deputy Diglett, as in my head, I inserted Assistant 2. <laughs> Deputy Diglett. 
I mean, it, honestly, it sounded so believable. And then he made a comment about, like, someone asked him about Tomahawk, and he um, he said something along the lines of, he's a mole who lives in the ground, and he doesn't live in the world of birds. And it was yeah. really, really well done. He, but unfortunately, he didn't stick to that and made some extra claims when AWOLs pressured him that weren't so great. Yeah, so he did really well, and then he crashed and burned. Kind of, it. He repeated Deadly Planets, yeah. where he had this great potential. He claimed well. He wrote out day one and day two really well, and then it just came to pieces. Yeah, he he needs to have more confidence, I think. And unfortunately, he still, I think, as Mafia has a little bit trouble. Uh, looking like he's doing something and people even with his claim were kind of like catching on to it just because it's like well what are you doing but okay well counterpoint I mean, he, he improved counterpoint t cards is 2-0 as mafia oh, oh. <laughs> i mean that, um uh, i'm not sure those statistics are really telling the whole story <laughs> but he definitely definitely improved yeah <laughs> I mean, cards, if, cards for player of the year. Cards are running. Actually, he might. I mean, if we're still considering like the newer players as doing like noob of the year because we don't really have any other new players, um, I think he potentially could win it this year. On, on that note, get more people to play mafia with us, people. Well, you can't do that if we're trimming down games. Well, I mean, we I have can. a game it's about just... to come up that I can trim up. How about we have Mafia games as qualifiers for <laughs> Mafia games? Ooh, we should oh have an invitational Mafia game. Oh, yeah, Player's Championship year. Mafia game. That sounds fun. I'm serious. I would do that. Uh, Who Whoever lost of the mods. I wouldn't mind modding and not playing. There we go. We got a volunteer. Yeah, I volunteered as tribute. I'm hype now. Okay, let's go to uh, Darth Pika. Um, um, uh, you know what? D for Darth Pika. That's what I'll say anyway. <laughs> he, um, unfortunately, I mean, whether he thinks it or not, I personally think in my, I'm sure what he thinks is in, you know, not going there, but, um, he didn't play as well as he normally does when he's mafia. He's usually more in control. Um, I think I think it's actually thrown him a little having people so willing to share day one, uh-huh. and he even though he came up with a good claim, he's uncomfortable with it. I think he's getting used to that new structure, and I'm hoping that like he will because I think he is he's he's kind of like Absol. He's not great at town, but he's usually good at mafia. I have one Darth so, Pika pose. It's, what it, I have one Darth Pika pose to share. It was the one. Right after AWOS says um, uh, we should kill Tomahawk because he's a high info kill, I think Darth Pika is low-hanging fruit, and this is going to be a hard lynch to achieve due to the vote tying. Darth Pika comes in and says, uh, vote, voting for low-hanging fruit is a very wolf tactic, by the way. <laughs> Great post. Just coming in and, uh, and saying, hey, yeah, I agree. Uh, low-hanging fruit, that's what everyone's saying about me. That's a wolf thing to do. Yeah. I, I I think 
Actually, and I, I mean, I know he said this before. He will sometimes post when he's busy, and he doesn't really check over what he's posting. That's a dangerous so I game. I, I think that's part of it because I always make sure I look at why I'm posting it. I, I tell you, half the time I delete that <laughs> three-page paper I just wrote. And it hurts. Which is better for the world anyway. It is. It's better for me. But it hurts, but I do it. And I think the problem is he's been too busy to do that. And so he's posting some stuff that doesn't go through the taco filter. Oh. I give him an F, okay? I, I, I give him a, a D to keep the peace. <laughs> I, I want to see what his... I'm, I'm always very curious to see his next day one behavior. Just for Darth Pika in general, or yeah, okay. I'm moving on. We've got Superstar. I said B. I said C. Understanding that he was very busy, right? Basically, a little later on. Basically, Patrick takes what I say and lowers it. No, that's not always true. I've done a few that are the same as you, but I just give people the actual grade. I don't give them the built-in buffer. I give him the actual grade, but the fact that you got to see, it's impressive given what you were doing. Like, he's saving, what, children from burning buildings while posting in the other hand? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he, he, he's as, a, he was the second best wolf. He's the first responder who has to deal with coronavirus and an unprecedented global pandemic and yet he still managed to make time for the game to a greater extent than a lot of people who didn't have all this going on ever made the effort to so yeah. he played yeah. he played pretty well he had some mistakes but overall you know, he made it to day seven, and he had to get shot by Prohawk. I think he played pretty well. Yeah, he didn't do bad. Superstar made a lot of a big point of discussing my thoughts and Raptor Zone's thoughts in the uh, uh, wolf chat. And the one thing I want to say about that is that um, on night one, I spoke to Tomahawk, and I gave one of my reads to him was Superstar. And then... I made that post about uh, mainly Absol Trainer and Darth Pika, but in that post, I also put an ellipses after Superstar in my like unknown category, as in this was the next person I was looking at. And what never came out during the game, for whatever reason, Raptor Zone felt not to share this. I did post reads about my unknown people in a uh, my final message, and uh, Raptor Zone never admitted to receiving that message. And in that, I implicated that Superstar wasn't posting anything of content, that his posts were basically fluff and they were very empty. And um, that might have come across in Raptor Zone's um, skepticism of Superstar, but it never came out in the thread for Raptor Zone's reasoning. He never chose to share that. Maybe he thought that it wouldn't help his case and he would rather give it more to the facts. I can just share. Uh, I, I just wanted to take your reads for my own. And <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> so, that is what makes an A grade. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Plagiarism without admission. It's werewolf. <laughs> Plagiarism is encouraged. Well, I mean, you chose the right person to copy off of, I'll say that. <laughs> oh. Anyway, yeah, so I think he gets a B. He had solid play. He made it to day seven, even with all the stuff that he had to do and... See, too much fluff. Uh, the... So, Jeff was talking to me, and it turns out, uh, night six, he considered roadblocking Prohawk, which would have stopped him from being killed. Mm. But he changed his mind. Yeah, I saw that. That was, uh... So, he... I, I do want to make a comment. I said that I hadn't done a Spongebob reference in a while. Totally forgot. Superstars are all one of my favorites. I'd say I'm Dirty Dan. Anyway, yeah, so. This means we get to move on to Absol Trainer. Right. There are many, many things that could be said about Absol Trainer. But he gets a B. He gets a B. Yeah. I I think he, um, on the wolf grading scale, gets an A. Yeah, he was... But... And I think I think he would for me be a B plus easy. Yeah. Um. And I think he did very well as well, but I think he just did happen to get lucky in the sense that the town wasn't looking through his past claims. He was playing a very very good game, um, certainly towards the end, and actually, I mean, pretty solid the whole way through. But there were a few things that if they had looked at, wouldn't have made made sense. Um. His the chat room with the uh for, the paper fortune teller was a little bit off. I mean, he played very well, but I think the town, if the town had also been playing very well, may have noticed some of the discrepancies with what he was claiming. Like again, where are the toys? Where wow. show a single one? <laughs> you did at the end. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah. So I mean. Nobody's going to play a perfect game, and what he did well through a lot of gaslighting, which he needs to stop. Thank you. But I nearly go ballistic when I. Okay, Patrick. You there, just. You I need ju- to walk away. <laughs> just go. Just Don't go. talk how you post where you shut everyone out with just... giant walls of text. Rude. Go. <laughs> so. What he did do very well was engineer the game where he took the players and how they were reacting, and even though he made mistakes, he still managed to get that fake snake to open the crate. Yeah, I think he the, still managed the, and, to... And, and a sports metaphor here you could use is like, he took what the defense gave him. He did everything that the town would allow him to do. Yeah. You're using sports metaphor with the wrong people. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> But, no, yeah, I mean, he made mistakes, but he played, I'm not going to say perfectly, obviously, because he didn't, but he took everything that he was given, he took some teammates who were less than beneficial, and he turned that into strengths, like being on Darth Pika from day one. He took having a teammate who, I'm not sure why he wasn't lynched on day one. He and, took a liability. 
Okay, there. Patrick said it, not me. He took a liability. He was at that point. He made it a very strong pillar for... Not only was it I lynched a teammate, but I have been on this person since day one without fail. And he made some mistakes in there, but, you know, he built himself a strong case that let him get to the final three. Yeah, I will say this. He basically was Mafia MVP and nearly Town MVP. Yeah, true. Um, and to, to credit Absol Trainer, he's not claiming that he played a perfect game. In his own words, he says, my ability claim was shit. There were plenty of things that people could have gone back and on and made a case against me. Uh, centering around my day one name blunder and my day four ability claim fail. Darth Pika's bad day five play where he says his name as he's going down, which should have um, come off more weird than it did. And he goes on to say his complete aversion to discussing Superstar at certain points in the game. Um, on all those counts, um, he's correct, and it's good that he can be introspective in that way. He's remarkably candid about all this. I would add two things. Um, one was the gaslighting you brought up. At one point at the end of the game, Rax goes back and rereads the game and says, huh, Renfield Day 9 accuses uh, Absol Trainer of gaslighting. It's actually pretty, how did they put it? It's actually like pretty intense. And I was not accusing him of gaslighting. I was pointing out factually that he was doing it and he continues to do it throughout the game. For example, yes! he reframes every, every how the Borichu Lynch goes at multiple points of the game. If anyone just goes back, hey, that's not the first time you've said that and you were lying the last time. Why are you continue trying to continue this narrative? And he uh, says that about other things which I point out in a post that I'm not going to go back and read. But his it, it comes so naturally to him that I, at first I thought he was doing it intentionally, but now I feel like it's just his brain's fight or flight reflex as mafia is just to come up with these lies and maybe he believes them at the time he's saying them (laughs) yes please start a podcast for a support group i need it and my last point is his unwavering confidence throughout this game i know people say don't go back and and look at previous games and in his own words he says this is how i played in uh, a previous game where he was town and um Yes, he did play a confident town in uh, a previous game. It, he, they they weren't all the the ones where we nominate him for um, you know uh, Absol or American Charizard awards, right? But um, there's at no point in the game does he start to question why he's still there. Um, he's he he comes in gunslinging day uh, the beginning of every day phase. Like okay, here's our here's our direction. Even after I died, at no point does he go, um, I know this looks bad for me because Renfield uh, had some speculation about me. Let me ease your concerns. He just completely ignores it, which is not what a town member would do. But the town yeah. also didn't say anything about it, so... Because he right. was gaslighting. Yes. I'm... <laughs> when you get caught up in an argument with Absol, the town ignores it. And he just gets to gaslight as much as he wants. I don't get caught up in arguments with Absol. Lucky you. <laughs> no, because you do it. And then you two post War and Peace, the <laughs> unabridged version. Because and everyone 
few for it. You know what? I got him lynched. I am so proud of that. And you deserve burn the town to the ground from... No, Atarian does. That's a different discussion. Different podcast. Yes. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, I, I will say, I do, I do think it was a mistake when day one he jumped on board you for the Wolfric comet. Oh, yeah, that's... He knew he was a werewolf. He knew it was pretty likely that Wolfric was in the game, or at least that was a direct nod to Wolfric. So that wasn't too strange for Wolfric to be in the game. Right. And it was kind of odd for him to be so... Wait, did you just slip up? Yeah, that's... Yeah. That, that I, I thought that was a little mistake he made. He slipped up. <laughs> but in his defense, again, I, I was want to reiterate that he played to his outs... And he didn't overextend yep. at the end of the game. He knew he had made mistakes and he mitigated them. And I think the being the last in seven is still hard to win in any case. He didn't have as full proof a um, an excuse as Poteet did, for example, in the game where he won in a one and three situation, right? Uh, because mm-hmm. we had killed the yeah. seer, and there, so we knew that there no one else was going to counterclaim that. Whereas he was trying to make this crate thing sound town even though it didn't so yeah he, he did a good job yeah he did a good job he, really, he, he did yeah so overall grade b wolf grade s <laughs> oh, i'm and, sorry and did you say a, s yes he did get out of here get off my cut, again. cut this <laughs> just just a real quick comment about the wolves as a whole they played terribly together like, I think it was the <laughs> least cohesive wolf team I have ever seen. The first two nights, they actually all just sat around waiting for all of them to be on to talk. That's weird. Like, how? when has that ever happened? I Ever. Never. It's almost like they could have gone back and read what the wolf team that one of Scummy did. Or any wolf team ever, because you just you post when you have time. But for some reason, they waited until everyone had time. Newsflash, that never happened. Yeah, so... They went, like, the f- first two nights with basically almost no talking. Yeah. That was astonishing. We thought they were going to lose just because of the l- complete lack of cohesion. It was astonishing. All right. Uh, before we get into our um, our goodbyes, I would like to do um, just some of your favorite posts from the game really quickly. Um, if you guys have one that you want to read in particular that you want to uh, come back to at the end of the year as a nomination. Um, Graham, do you want to start with one? Do you have one that you think was pretty cool? I would like to go last. Oh, okay. Well, I can go first. Um, my favorite post... Uh, well... I have an honorable mention is one that uh, the one I made about um, <laughs> Absol Trainer and Darth Pika. I'm going to print it out and frame it and put it on my wall and cherish it forever because it was probably the best town play I've ever done. And then my actual favorite post um, was from the dead chat. And it is just me saying Jeff's tell is that when he's making good points, it's because he has wolf information. <laughs> I mean, it made it into my signature, so I think that's pretty telling of how I enjoy that. Thank you. Do you have a different favorite post in the game you'd like to bring up? Oh, I can't 
find it anymore, but it was. What I'll, was go, it ahead. I'll go ahead and go. I didn't, I didn't know dead thread was an option for this. My favorite thing was from the dead thread. It was the AWOST quote of uh, when I think he was talking about Maddie. Uh-huh. When he's like, he's he's diet superstar without any of the profanity or created creativity. <laughs> that was a pretty brutal. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the thing they do on Comedy Central? Roast. Roast. Yes. Diet diet superstar is a fantastic <laughs> just phrase. <laughs> that also made it into my signature. So okay. while Patrick tries to find the one that Maddie Stacks wrote, I'm also going to pull from the dead thread from uh, Borichu. Ah ha 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 ha! You say that as though the town has ever acted on evidence and logic. This game. Accurate. Did you find it? Ah, uh, here it is. My favorite post of the game. After saying I'd be happy to talk by Ari Senton, who's going to die, from Maddie Sachs, hopefully I can make Raptor Zone, Borchu, and Renfield proud. No! <laughs> the worst. Oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> the con, I mean, on its own, that post isn't great. But the context behind it makes it so fantastic. Oh, the highs and lows. It was so in, in the moment, I thought for sure he was going to kill Superstar, and then. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, I immediately went to the dead thread and asked how you all felt, knowing that he had killed somebody town. <laughs> I don't remember the reactions, but. I don't think it was pride. Uh, no. There was no pride. All right, I think that rounds out the podcast. But before we go, you guys, you want to update us on your Animal Crossing corner? Hold on, Kyle. Oh, Hold stats. Oh. I have a very... I don't really have stats on this particular pod. Uh-huh. I just have a special stat I prepared for this pod. Oh, okay. So a little while ago, we talked about Absol and Jelly writing War and Peace back to each other. <laughs> and you might wonder, hmm... I wonder how much Absol really writes in these games. Oh, well, don't no. you worry, because I found out. <laughs> I copy and pasted every single one of Absol Trainer's posts from this game. From this game? From this game into a Google Doc. Okay. Uh, Kyle, if he was one of your students turning in an essay that was double-spaced, 12-point font, it would be a 162-page essay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is not including quotes, either. I deleted all the quotes. This is just things Axel <laughs> Trainer typed. Uh, this topic is his most active topic on Hey Trainer. He had 288 posts, 8% really? of his total posts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, oh. I'll give you the total word count he typed this game. 45 thousand words uh-huh wait does this count dead chat no i did not no. count the wolf chat oh my so there <laughs> if you include the wolf chat there's even more about 156 oh, yeah. words per post now you think is this really a novel yes it is because uh 45,000 words that's about how many words are in the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy oh that my is gosh. more words than is in the giver and it is just under how many words are in Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> this is incredible. This is why I pay you the big bucks. He he writes a lot. <laughs> he literally wrote a novel, this game. He literally wrote a novel. And it paid off. 
I believe his longest post was the here's a wolf for you guys, his Darth Pika deep dive that day. I think that was his longest. Oh. My, my, my. Wow. 45,000 words. <laughs> okay. I think it would take that me five now. times as many posts to get to that many words. Guys, do you have anything What's you want to share? I'm good. I was talking I to the Pika Bros about Animal Crossing. That. Oh, right. Yeah, I know, but we're, we're making um, paths in our town, and it looks really nice. The paths are our like our little babies. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you unlock terraforming? Oh yeah, we've had it, but we're, we're finally starting to actually use it. This is this is the most daunting part. I every day I'm like, I'm gonna do this project, and then I'm like, I have no idea what I want to do, and then I just end up tarantula hunting or something instead. <laughs> well, we we filled our town with so many flowers. Like, if there were children, we would have like hundreds of children, and. Unfortunately, we have to move the flowers out of the uh, way one by to make one. The maps. <laughs> and it is a uh, it's a project. Do you guys share an island on yep. one switch? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a project. We do have a bunch of hybrids and we will sell them to anyone who wants them for 10,000 a pop. Ooh. <laughs> what's uh, what's uh, everyone's looking for blue roses right now? It's like the rarest one. We don't have we any yet. We're we're going to have purple panties. Oh, we're nice. working on that. Graham, save us. Take us to Parent Corner. <laughs> um, what okay. happened since yesterday? Um. Well, this happened, I guess, a uh, like about a week and a half ago. I'm laying in bed. Okay. And you know, quarantine time. Can't get up and go to the gym, so I've been sleeping in. And my children wake up before me. And entitles my three-year-old. And he's going, here, Daddy, for you. And my oldest was in there, too. He was awake, sitting in our bed. And he's like, here, Daddy, one for you and one for you, Hunter. And he just walked away. And I was still kind of waking up, too. I wake up, and I'm holding a cookie. (laughs) He's three. No idea where he got it from. (laughs) And now he's gone. And he's passed out a cookie. My five-year-old has now ate all of his cookie. So I have a three-year-old getting into my cabinets at seven in the morning, knows where the cookies are, and is helping himself. And now I'm worried of what else he's eating. How is everybody getting the cabinet? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. He's moving chairs to, I don't know. I mean, Wait, is he's this not. A, is this a solo act or is no, yes, this is helping him? No. No. no, it's a solo act. <laughs> like he, when he brushes his teeth, like he uses a little stepped stool, but it's not nowhere near big enough to get into our cabinets. We have like one of the uh, little like white and black like step stools. It's like two steps, and like you pull it apart, and then take the steps up. I think maybe he's getting that out, and then helping himself to whatever he wants. I don't know what else he's eating though. That's the problem. <laughs> Sounds like you need to uh, set up a camera. Yeah, I, I probably should. The things that he would do on it would. He sounds would, like mafia material to me. Yeah, mafia in the making. He he definitely will. But he's my kid that just randomly one day when I was at work said to my wife, "I don't like being sad. I love being happy." <laughs> and while well, he helps himself to cookies, and 
whatever else he finds. Uh, what see, about we you, give our advice not only on how to play Mafia, but how to live your life. What about your e-kids? Yeah, I have one. So okay, yesterday, one of my students, not doing so hot, uh, turned in 10 assignments, right? At once? At, at once. Round of applause. Was it the kid from whose mom was trying to get you to parent him? No. Different kid. Okay. So I go to grade these 10 assignments. Oh, no. And uh, let's say five of them are submissions of supplements that I handed out in class. Nothing to do with the assignment. Okay. So I give those zeros. And then wait, like as in like he's handing you just like handing you back. He submitted these are all submitted online PDFs of readings that we did. Your notes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. The next four that I grade are um, the blanks. They were like um, any of the quizzes, any of the um, online text boxes he was supposed to write in on these assignments. He just wrote his name and submitted that. <laughs> okay. Finally, you come. I come to the tenth assignment, the title of which is Julius Caesar Acts One and Two Timeline. This was an assignment where you um, had um, a still image of Julius Caesar, the play um, that I picked out. That was very obvious what was going on, and I just asked you to basically check up on the fact that you were keeping up with the story. What happened in these scenes, right? Um, and he submitted an MP3 file, an MP3 oh, file titled okay. "Bangers on Fleek." <laughs> what? It was just a song that I played for you guys right before we started recording this podcast. Oh, <laughs> it's all coming together. It's a very explicit a... rap, and I have no idea what it has to do with Julius Caesar, but. Oh, I mean, it has to do with bangers on fleek, obviously. Clearly. So would you would you grade him on bangers? Oh, clearly it was a banger. So an A. Sure, I'll go with that. <laughs> no, it's B for banger. Yeah, B for bangers. F for fleek. No, clearly what was happening was the parent was catching on that they weren't submitting assignments, so they submitted something so that it would say they had submitted their assignment. I see. Why do you think it was that specific song that he chose to that he chose to send you? I don't know. You know, I couldn't figure it out because I googled "bangers on fleek" and nothing came up by that title. So, "bangers on fleek." There's something called "on fleek" by Cardi B, but this was a man singing, so I don't know. Huh? This is a dilemma. You need to be more hip. Do you have like Google or Alexa where you can ask it what song yeah, like, is this? Can you Shazam it? I could, but yeah. I didn't. Wait, well, do you have a, do do you, it. Do you, yeah, can you do it live right now? No, thanks. Uh, this is what the people want. <laughs> Disappointing ending. Yeah, we had gave all this. This was the climax of the show. And now I'm leaving unsatisfied. Thank you, Pika Bros, once again for joining us. This has been Hidden Roleplay. We will be back next time, maybe with a Mafia review, maybe with a retrospective. But we would also like to um, cover other Hidden Roleplay games, um, 
card games, board games, um, anything that's a deception game at different points um, in between covering these Mafia reviews. So that's something else you have to look forward to. All right. Goodbye, everybody.